everybody, welcome back to another episode of City of Geeker. My name is Ryan, your host, and I'm joined by William Eaton Bread and Butter. Hello there. Hello. How are you? I'm good, yes. Good. I'm good, yeah. Good. Feeling a bit tired today. Not as tired as you. No. No, crazy. I'm shattered. But, show must go on. Shall we jump straight into it? Because we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff today. We are. Uh, including Justice League trailer. I feel it's going to be a pretty like, varied palette today. Yeah. And then good old Transformers, which we watched the other day. You for the first time? Yeah, the the animated one that came out in... 1986. Yeah, 1986. What did we think of it? I don't know. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) But then as a Transformers junkie, I would. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Right, so let's jump straight into it. So, uh, right, okay, let's just get this news out of the way because it's just bloody weird. Um, HBO uh, are bringing out a new series... An mm. adult animated Velma series. Why do? Why do we I need saw it? this and I wasn't sure whether it was true or not. Did you? But clearly, it is. It's coming through an official site like IGN. Yeah. Because um, they know everything, and everything that they put out is definitely valid. Okay. <laughs> do we need this? <laughs> do we? Clearly, somebody thought that they needed it. One of the higher ups just thought, "Oh, we need to reboot Scooby Doo." Do you know the character that's really nerdy and doesn't really carry any yeah. emotional weight? Do you remember? Yeah, she's fine. But do you remember the actress that played her in the live-action Scooby Doo version? How everyone thought she was really hot in Scooby Doo too. Mm. Let's just make an adult animated series about her. I don't know. Nerds I can't even really remember Velma from the the Scooby Doo movies. So she, she, to be fair, I don't remember. She was played a lot by the same. The she was played by the same actress that played um, Hawkeye's wife in the Marvel films. Right. It's okay. Her. That's an interesting connection. Yeah, and that's it's fine. Half expecting a scat has Shaggy and Scooby Doo to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, so that's a, that's a thing. Um, Ooh, great, Freddy. <laughs> yeah, that's what bloody Scooby Doo would be saying when watching the show. Um, what should we talk about next? Yeah, right, okay, let's talk about this. Did you see the new Falcon Winter Soldier trailer? Uh, ooh, did I see the new one? I don't think I did no, see the one. There wasn't there wasn't too much that was added. It was just more hype build up because this is going to be coming out directly after One Division is finished. Interestingly, I, I watched this morning some reaction videos to the uh, to the the panel again, the Investor oh, yeah. Day panel or whatever it was called. Yeah, it's yeah. Such a stupid name. Just call it Disney D twenty. Disney, what we're going to be making because we're Disney. Here's some stuff. Yeah, have this. Um, but I did watch that. Yeah. Um, so I rewatched the original trailer that they brought out for the little teaser trailer. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm interested about this series. Um, but, or this movie that is playing out over, what is it, six episodes, I think it is? Six. Six, and they're going to be like 40 minutes each. Yeah. Which is fine. Good. Bingeables. So I mean, it's they're pulling a Zack Schneider here. It's a four-hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that bad. Um, no, it, the, the trailer just basically showed more of um, Agent 13 being back and kicking ass. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier having a bit of tension? Because I think that's what their sort of friendship is built on. That it's sort of like, hey, I'm the new friend, and hey, I'm the old friend. But this I was mo- better friends with him. Yeah, this I deserve is basically the shield. just like yeah. a buddy cop movie. It's it? a buddy cop, but they've got they've got like differences and they like annoy each other. They're like big. They're like brothers. 
Yeah, and it's just and like, this is God, out you March infuriate me. 19th, isn't it? Uh, I do believe so. Yes. The official yes, release it is. date now. Yes. Which, uh, yeah, that's fine. But which, is, which I suppose is good, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, I'm interested to see. I have to say, I'm, I'm intrigued to like hearing you talk about One Division. I'm intri- interested for when that finishes and we rewatch it to to get stuck into some of this. Yeah, um, I have to say, I'm, I wasn't too amazed by by like the whole Marvel Disney thing and loads of series about different things. Like there, there were very few of them that I was like, maybe I'll get around to watching. Yeah, like, I'm not fussed if I don't. Yeah, because I think out of all of them, like Falcon's Winter Soldier, it's definitely after WandaVision being this weird, like, very big things happening in that. I'm not going to give anything away. Because um, you haven't seen it. Is. Yeah, and it's completely different to anything we've seen before. Falcon and Winter Soldier is definitely like a return to Marvel. Like, yeah, this is like what you'd expect. It's, it's Captain America the Winter Soldier Part 2. Yeah. That's kind of what this is. And the Falcon, yeah. But there could be something interesting happening because do you remember the Inhuman series? Uh, barely, but yes, it was absolutely dog shit, terrible. No one ever watched it because everyone hated it. Um, well, their Twitter got reactivated and shared that trailer after like however many years of being like dormant. Which then you could bloody look really, really into it and be like, hey, is there like going to be some Inhumans connections with this show? I bet the Marvel execs love this. Yeah. The, the fans hang on yeah. everything that they do. They're like, oh my no, god. They're they, like, Let's they, just reactivate that Twitter that we still have ownership over just to screw with them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there could be something like that. That would be like a big surprise if they were just to be like, yeah, here's now Inhumans back. Because there's going to be those people out there that are massive comic book fans, that are massive Inhuman fans, yeah. and actually liked the show. Even if, oh, even I don't, I don't think. That I know that I'm kind of an Inhumans fan. Like I like the idea of them. They're like X Men, but different. Some for some reason, um, but the show was just unwatchable. In men. I, huh? In men. In men. No, Inhuman. 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 There we go. There we go. That's how they made the name. Yeah, we can't call them X Men. Inhuman. Different men. We should call them Inhuman. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, something could happen there. I don't know. Probably not. But that'd be interesting if they would just be like, "Yeah, it's Inhuman's back," because we're just going to be throwing everything at the wall now because <laughs> everything will stick because we're Marvel and we do what we want. <laughs> Uh, we've rigged the game everything will stick yeah everything will stick because we're the greatest of all time um, and then I think the last thing about Marvel is about Tom Holland he obviously completed the um, filming of Uncharted film and he was a completely different character to the Peter Parker that we know so apparently uh, he came on set with the same swagger as Nathan Drake whilst he was filming some scenes and the director and like other people Did he were go like, full method? Uh, I don't know if he went full method or whatever but he was like walking like Nathan Drake would walk and everyone was like Tom you'll stop How do you walk like Nathan Drake? <laughs> I don't know you're too into the character and you're just spending months playing this one character and you just like, like you've broken your leg yeah. several times jumping off of cliffs because... Oh he's not Tom Cruise no <laughs> um, So yeah they basically had to remind him yeah by the way Tom you're playing Peter Parker now not Nathan Drake so can you just cut the swagger just rein it in a bit <laughs> can, you, can you become the that... buffoon we all know and yeah love, can please? you put, like stick to the nerd now yeah you're not you're not an adventurer anymore you're a nerd still so 
No, I really like that, that little story. Um, what have you got? I've got a couple of things about Tom Holland. Oh, do you now? Tom Holland claims that Spider-Man 3 is the most ambitious standalone superhero movie ever made. Um, Endgame? Eat your heart out? Standalone superhero movie. Civil War, does that count? Well, even though this one doesn't count because this is part of a trilogy of Spider-Man movies. I guess guess maybe... He's hyping it up. He's excited for it anyway, which we like. I guess on the same level, it would probably be Civil War. Civil War would be the closest thing because that's technically a standalone because it's Captain America in it. So, I don't know. Either Tom Holland is telling the truth about being in the dark or he got better at lying... (laughs) Oh yeah. Or well. Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are really not appearing in the next Spider-Man movie that's... because Tom Holland has flat out denied it apparently. Okay. So that's that's a pretty good thing. I don't know how to take these this bit of news because I I, I truly believe that he's not capable of lying. So <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a, a post that he made a couple of weeks back. We didn't even cover it because I completely forgot. But Tom Holland had a picture on set with his brother on his shoulders and he was like oh this is like the greatest day of shooting of my entire life I'm so proud of it and um, whoever is on set you'd know too like so sort of and he said something like um, get ready or something like that and loads of people are like oh my god he just he just filmed a scene with like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and, and then I don't know any sane human being was like well no he just probably filmed a scene with his brother on set yeah. and had his brothers film a scene as well because yeah. I don't know that's more important to him like, <laughs> he's a pretty family orientated guy yeah so, yeah. so I come on don't read I love it how everybody's going like extreme with this Spider-Man movie and they're like oh this is going to be like this is going to be great like it's going to be Endgame but just the Spider-Man universe it's going to be great there's going to be so many crossovers like yeah. what if they're just doing a crossover but, but they're doing a very small minor one yeah that's what I want. I don't. What, I don't. What if like like Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire don't show up? But, I think. But what if like Emma uh, Emma Stone's sorry, Gwen Stacy just shows up as Spider Gwen? Yeah, why not? That would be a pretty left field yeah. cameo that nobody's nobody's looking for. Yeah. Thing is, I wouldn't mind them seeing them. I'm getting. To, I'm just getting battered down and just like accepting the fact that this is probably happening. And if they were to be like, you know, maybe a five minute cameo. I'd be like, yeah, that's fine, cool. Don't make the whole story around the multiverse and like the difference. Ooh, Don't make multiverse it multiverse in- madness. Well, yeah, because that's going to be linking in with this, so it almost con- almost confirms it. But something weird's no. going to happen. Yeah. Well, Electro is already coming back, isn't it? And so. Alfred Molina's Doctor Octopus. Uh, so yeah, so, so it's yeah. the crossover villains. It's not yeah. going to be well, maybe. Well, who knows? I don't know. I mean, Tom Holland might just know nothing about it. They might have just kept him in the dark. Even though he's the lead of the role, he's probably going to be in every single scene. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they Tom Holland... Him, they kept him quiet about other things. So, so, yeah, so Tom Holland, we're going to make you film a scene with Tobey Maguire, but nothing interesting is going to be about the scene. You're just going to be... You're going to be talking about Spider-Man stuff, but he is not Spider-Man. And they're just going to be completely lying to his face, and he's going like, oh, okay then. Let's film a scene. <laughs> like Tom Holland's Yeah, impression. yeah. <laughs> Let's film a scene with Tobey Maguire, and there's nothing to do with Spider-Man at all. <laughs> Do you think he's that gullible? <laughs> I, I just imagine it's a really too squeaky, but the voice is not too bad. It's, it's, it's <laughs> I'm sorry, there. I'm sorry, Tom. Don't hate me. It, You're not so, listening to this. It's almost there. No, but oh, I, I, I just really me. love imagining this scenario where they're clearly like filming a scene with two Spider-Mans, but he's so oblivious to the fact. I don't know. 
That's just really funny to me. Anyway, Tom Holland, keep your swagger in check. I like it. I like it. Uh, Luke Evans. Luke Evans. Is famous the coachman for... in Disney's Pinocchio, a live action movie. He's the what man? The coachman. Who the fuck is the coachman? I don't know. I've not seen Pinocchio in a long time. Yeah. So I, is I he can't... the guy that rounds up the children because they turn into donkeys? I beg your pardon. Wow, it has been a long time since you've seen Pinocchio. Don't you remember Pinocchio being all about like the children? I, when I say that I I've not seen Pinocchio in a long time, I'm talking like pre-teens, probably. Oh, okay. Like, like yeah, there's an entire like se- before the memory works properly. There's an entire sequence, and like children get taken to this place, and then they start like smoking cigarettes and like gambling and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's him. Yeah, and, it's yeah, the guy and they turn into Pleasure in... Island, which is just weird. Yes, it's very weird, and then that's, they all turn into donkeys. That's, that's but that's the it second is. time that Luke Evans will play a villain in a Disney live action movie because he played Gaston. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in Beauty and the Beast. Fair I feel enough. like he's just their go-to man now. But Luke Evans. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, going to yeah. play all the Disney villains. <laughs> Luke Evans, famous for Gaston, Dracula. What did he play in? Uh, someone in Hobbit. I, I can't remember who he was. He played Bard. A Bard. No, Bard oh. was his name. Okay. Yeah, no, it's a dumb Great name. Great name. It's a dumb name. But he? Bard. He's the guy who um kills kills Smog with the yeah 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 with the the giant the giant arrow crossbow thing. Didn't he um, play someone in Pirates of the Caribbean? Or am I imagining that? He seemed. No, like you're thinking he, of. I know. I'm thinking of um, Orlando Bloom. Yeah, because they look a little bit similar. They look similar. Younger, but he he younger, seems you, like the Luke type Evans of guy to have been in that. He might have been. I don't know. Luke Evans seems to have been the type of guy to actually be in Pirates of the Caribbean. We need to do those films as he's well. He's been in a varied amount of roles. I know he's been yeah. in a few like action blockbusters and things. Yeah. Uh, God, I apologise for yawning so much. I'm so fucking tired. Eleven hour shifts. That's he was in the Fast and the Furious franchise, of course. He plays oh, he was a villain. Jason, Jason Statham's little brother. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Jesus. Uh, Midway. Midway. Yeah. That was the Three Musketeers. You remember that movie? <laughs> I I remember it being a thing. Was there was obsession with Three Musketeers? I don't. It's just three guys with swords. The isn't Pembrokeshire it? Murders. Ooh. 2021. Oh, I thought you meant the film 2021. I was like, that's not out. What? <laughs> no, this is an ITV drama that's apparently going to. Oh. It's based on a book. Is he British? I think he's British, isn't he? Look at him. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's British. Good on him. That looks interesting. Yeah, that, he's done a very, oh, very loads of other roles. That's he's in the Robin why, Hood movie. Yeah. That's why he's playing the villains, because he's British. That's it. Got to keep with that <laughs> trope. Going back to that trope. Yeah. Only yes. British people, Russians, Asians, all the Koreans, all the North Koreans. Yeah, that's what it is usually. Just anyone who isn't American is the only people that can play villains. That's it. Pretty much. Yeah. Apart from um, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yeah, true. <laughs> Everyone plus Josh Brolin plays. <laughs> Every British actor plus Josh Brolin. Yeah. He just apparently suits the Britishness. Yeah. Um, what else you got? But anyway, that was a small tangent. Back to some sort of marvelly stuff now. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm going to save that one because that that's an interesting one to talk about when we come on to talk about uh, what's happening with the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, Taka Waititi. Um, yes, the great. Lord. James Gunn has basically commented on Taka Waititi doing amazing stuff 
for for Love and Thunder, and the fact that they have been interchanging character ideas and things, yes. and talking to each other throughout the whole thing. I did hear about because that. the Guardians obviously appear in Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. Um, and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Thor will appear in Guardians Three, I think. For Guardians Three, um, so that's pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, the Eternals is being shot completely different to a lot of other Marvel movies. Good. Uh, I believe I said that last time, but there was a longer quote there. Mm. But sounds like to me that they are trying some. They are really we'll see when it comes out obviously but it, yeah. it seems like they are trying something that's really isn't it weird, weird to think that if everything didn't go the way it went like mm. covid and stuff we would have seen black widow falcon and winter soldier in the middle of wandavision and we would have seen eternals by now and probably about to see shang chi yeah as well that's mental to think we would have seen all yeah. that you marvelites have been starved of content i know we got one division back, which has helped. But which is really good. Yeah, it's definitely it's filled definitely, the gap. Definitely filled a gap. Filled um, the gap, I think. Yeah. Uh, speaking of game news, you said you had some game news. Uh, Activision yeah. confirms a new Call of Duty for twenty twenty one. Just in case anybody was wondering. Yeah, just in case yeah. anyone forgot that Call of Duty was a thing. I haven't played as much Black Ops as I thought I was going to. Which one? The new one. Cold War Cold Black War. Ops, the stupid title, Cold War Black. Yeah. yeah, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Yep, nice one. I, I mean, come on, it's just stupid. It's almost as yeah. bad as calling the next console of your franchise Xbox Series X. Hmm. Yeah. I don't oh know wait, they, they did that. They did that. Yeah, they did that. Yeah, they. they did Fuck that. it. Yeah, it's almost like jumping from three sixty to one. <laughs> <laughs> It's oh. almost like making this Xbox Series X after the Xbox One Series X. What? <laughs> this is why they shouldn't have named it. It's just confusing. Do what PlayStation One, two, three. The, See, people the can Xbox count. Box X. Box. Yes. The X Xbox. The eggs box. The the Zob. <laughs> the circle of life. In collaboration with Disney. The console should be what Microsoft call their next games console. Yeah. Just because, why not? Um, But yeah, that was an interesting one. I've... I need to play some more Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, Like, I do, because, like, it was was fun to jump on and just do stuff. I need to explore the game more, but... uh, Because I think it's... I think it's good, but I... I don't know, maybe it was just fatigue from playing a lot of Modern Warfare in my spare time. Yeah. But I'm like, ugh, don't really want to do that now. Yeah, yeah. Um... But I, but I also genuinely I feel that Cold War is a bit of a weird Call of Duty. Like they've gone for a weird mix match of different sort of um, game aesthetics and mechanics from different Call of Duties. So they're just grabbing everything from different games so and smashing got, they've, it together. They've tried to make it like as much like the original Black Ops as they want. Yeah. Which is good. Fine. But they've implemented like elements like. Not the advanced warfare. The, the newer stuff, not the advanced warfare. Okay, thank fuck. But th- but then they've got stuff like they've got. Hit, everybody's got hit bars above their player character names and stuff why so you can see how much health you're taking off someone which obviously modern warfare the one that just went didn't because it was more classic yeah but it's like it's little things like that i find that I, like there's a weird mix and match of things they're trying to do that because because the hit bar stuff was from all the black ops games they did yeah. after black ops 2 like black ops 3 and black ops 4 they introduced hit bars for some reason i don't know I don't know why you need hit bars in a Call of Duty game because no. it's like it's not like 
It's not like something like a... Um, it's not like Destiny. Yeah, it's not like Destiny yeah. or like Overwatch, I was going to say, is the other one, where like healing and stuff is important yeah. and it's kind of part of the tactics to kind of keep everybody up, if you like. And like, yeah, like for example, Destiny, when you've got like the boss battles, like you, you know you're, you're progressing with the boss battle by knowing how much health is left and like the rotation of like the raids and stuff. Yeah. It's useful in that way. Yeah, absolutely, but, yeah. But with Call of Duty, it doesn't matter because you kill people in like two to three shots with most weapons in the game. Yeah. So it's like, it's more about who gets their shot off first than... But I feel like, yeah, it's a weird... Not sure how I feel about Call of Duty Cold War. I'd be interested to know if anybody out there is playing it, what mm. do you think of it. But I'd certainly... It's an odd one for me. I thought it was going to be a lot different than it is. But maybe I just need to play it a little bit more. I might give the campaign a go because I don't really know much about the campaign. Yeah. But it looks looks like it's got some interesting things in it, the campaign. Um, and I'm I'm actually renewed because like Call of Duty Modern Warfare's campaign was actually pretty stellar. Like It was pretty good. But wasn't it just the same campaign as the first Modern Warfare? Because uh, it was a remaster, wasn't it? No. Oh. Uh, no. It's... It's the same story, completely different campaign. No, none of the missions are repeats or anything. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, um, that makes sense. There was a remaster of the original yeah. Modern Warfare, but this is this was Modern Warfare, the new one, uh, twenty twenty nineteen or whatever. Modern Warfare twenty nineteen or whatever they called it. But okay. yeah, they've basically they've got all the same characters in a similar story, but they've introduced some new characters that are really good, and they're kind of retelling the same story but in a different way. Yeah. Um, for example, those of you that know the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare series, Soap was the character you played as for most of that. Why did you call yourself Soap? It was his like code name. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have a maybe guy called. Sno- maybe you dropped the soap in the shower. We... Uh, back at base, I don't know. Why? But... Yeah, so what I call my nickname's gonna be Dish. Dish. <laughs> yeah. And my other name, my partner's name's gonna be Washer. My code name is Spoon. <laughs> yeah. Why? Soap. Soap. Shower gel. Soap. Shower gel. But, spoiler alert for that campaign, by the way. He soap, dies? Soap dies. Soap dies in Modern Warfare 3? Yeah, Modern ah. Warfare 3. Um, but he's not in the new one. So that's that's like a difference change, is that they've got rid of him and they've kind of replaced him with new characters. Okay. Um, and they're, they're exploring a lot more of the secondary characters that were in the first game that weren't... Yeah. So Soap might come in for... I presume a they're cameo. Gonna do, I presume they're going to do a Call of Duty Modern Warfare new 2 or whatever it is <laughs> so you they're learning gonna... from Xbox <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019 2 Modern Modern Warfare <laughs> modern, modern, more Modern Warfare more, more Modern oh, do you think God. these guys just don't know how to count Call of Duty is like the Doctor Who of video games it needs to be just ended and just take a break just reboot and then reboot it in a few years as something fresh because yeah. it's like man, we got countless Black Ops now but too many you go back and play like I know Black Ops is your favourite Call of Duty from yeah. back in the day Like you go back and play Black, Op- Black Ops and it's a pretty like cult well, even Black Ops 2 was decent was Black really Ops good. 2 was decent yeah. yeah but I feel like like the more sequels you do to a great game the more watered down it becomes more watered down and less special it is yeah it's like okay just move on but the, orig- the original games in both of those franchises both the Black Ops game and Mon- the original Modern Warfare are the two best Call of Duties. Have they ever tried doing anything that is different to Modern Warfare and Black Ops? Yeah, they did all the futuristic stuff and the, they don't. That, I don't that that turned tell. a load of people away. They did like World War Two, didn't they? Which they was went back to World right. War Two. Yeah, Sledge. Well, cause there's three developers now. Yeah. So Sledgehammer Games, when they did their first solo Call of Duty, did 
Call of Duty World War Two, which was like back mm. to the original setting of Call of Duty. Maybe they which was just... apparently a really bad game. Oh, I thought it was not, not fine. Not because of like the gameplay, but like the the actual layout of the game was very different from other Call of Duties, and people didn't like it. They were like, "This is weird. Why yeah. have you done it? Like, why, why, just why? why, why, like strip a formula so much that works maybe, so well?" Maybe an idea would be just to not make that many Call of Duty games so often. Yeah, because <laughs> by the quality time, over quantity. Yeah, yeah. Just make a good game. It's a question we could have for so many. Like, we could probably do a whole podcast on. Quality, it, like over diff- quantity. yeah, different video games and quality yeah. versus quantity, but um, yeah, we'll have to see. Very true. What anyway, stuff you got? other stuff I've got. Uh, I think video we may mention this. Like, uh, Lord of the Rings is coming to IMAX for the first time. Is it? Yeah, man. If we mention that, great. If we haven't, great. <laughs> um, the re- yeah, uh, Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings remastered comes to IMAX theaters in 4K. Uh, in 2020 well uh, I don't know selected cinemas obviously Um, not that anybody will be able to go see it currently (laughs) but yeah I'll tell you what's been really annoying because we're in lockdown and stuff I've been getting so many eel eels eels (laughs) oh god I'm so tired I'm getting so many emails (laughs) you need to make yourself a coffee I do I don't like coffee but I need something I need a shot I'm going to pop to the shop after we finish this podcast and I'm going to get some milk and I'm going to have a coffee because you you might need to it's not a good idea Um, no I'm getting so many emails off places like, hey, this is a great holiday resort you can go to, or hey, train line, you can go to this destination with this much off, and I'm like, I fucking can't. <laughs> Stop. I do find. Would it you exp- like People are like peddling. I remember when all this was going down last year, and I saw who was it? Who? What travel company was it? It was probably Thompson. I don't know. <laughs> No, they've closed down. I'm I don't know. Thomas Cook, fucking Ryan. Thomas, it was probably Thomas Cook. Somebody was like, "You can save off a holiday next year." I'm like, "Yes." There probably won't be a holiday yeah. next year. Like, <laughs> no, like, I've been, like train line is the exact one. It's because yeah, yeah. What do you mean? You travel <laughs> to a new place? Just go away. You know why? Why are these businesses still sending out emails of telling us to go places when we clearly can't? This sort true. your lives out. This Jesus. Is true. Um, Fucking Disney's closing the studio behind the High Sage franchise. Good. So that was an overdone fucking franchise. Blue Sky Studios is being shut down. Best known for the Ice Age. Uh, yeah. Horton Hears a Who. Cool. Which is one of the best movie titles. I'm sorry. Horton Hears a Who. It's one of the best movie titles. But that, that was ever. like uh, more to do with Dr. Zeus, wasn't it? Yeah. And Dr. Zeus's stuff now belongs to. Spies in Disguise and Rio was the other two ones that. Examples that are given here. Rio was alright. But anyway, um, her name is real. The the bloody Doctor Zeus stuff. They now belong with Illumination Studios because they made the Grinch and stuff. I'm probably gonna make the Cat and the Hat and all that shit. We should do a podcast on them. <laughs> on the Cat and the Hat movie. On the Cat and the Hat movie with with Mike Myers. Oof. I, That's I, a it's a hell of an experience that, that is, movie. Yeah. Just all the Doctor Zeus stuff is just. Oh, you're right. <laughs> my spine. Oh. Okay, yeah. So Ice Age is gone, which there's like five of. Do you remember when we talked about Black Panther 2 stuff? Yeah. And like, who's going to be the lead? Yeah. What's it going to be about? Yeah. Uh, Michael B. Jordan has apparently said that he will return as Killmonger if he is needed. Okay, I was about to say. So I guess don't he's, make that he's basically throwing his hat in the ring to say, like, with the loss of a dear friend and everything, like it's part yeah. of the, I'm part of the family and like I will return if I'm needed. 
Well, a, only if it's deemed needed. Yeah, a, he's dead. Yeah. B, they're not recasting him. They've exclusively said that. And C, well, they he's dead. I mean, they wouldn't have to re. They just bring him back and have his character be Black Panther. Although that would ruin. That would ruin the, message the, point. Of the whole first yeah, movie. That's the that. Yeah. But he's he's just throwing his hat in the ring. Yeah. No. No. I, I get that. No, I really it's like cool to see that he's probably he's probably keeping tabs with like Ryan, Ryan Coogler and, and stuff, and, stuff yeah. and until touching base. Obviously, yeah. you probably would if you were part of such a historic movie. Yeah. Like you, you probably forge. No, I, I'd really like, I really like Killmonger as a villain, but it's sort of like if you're going to just bring him back, then what's the point in the first movie? Mm. This whole message. That's true. Yeah, uh, Justice League is R rated, and we got a trailer, full trailer. Yeah, should we talk about Justice League? Let's do it. Uh, so we got like the let's, pictures let's of talk, Joker. Talk, talk about a little bit of it. We we got we got the pictures of Joker. Mm. So what's your thoughts on Joker? Um, Just Heath Ledger, isn't it? It's a better look than he had in the Suicide Squad. Yeah, movie. what's happened to his damaged tattoos? Uh, do you think people have finally got the message that you don't need the literal word of how you're described on your fucking forehead? But how are people going to know he's the Joker if he doesn't have a J under his eye? How are people going to know that? For all I can tell, that's just Jared Leto on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a cosplayer of Heath Ledger's Joker. Now, how are people not meant to know that he laughs if he doesn't have the ha 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 tattoo on him? So this is part of the, the nightmare sequence. Is it? This is where he's... Yeah, because at the end of yeah. the trailer, you see him yeah, in yeah. the nightmare sequence. Well, he, in the trailer, he's wearing different clothes. He's like wearing a. Well, he's, he's wearing the same clothes with a bulletproof vest on, I think. Is, is he? Is the, yeah, it's like the same like white... Sh- yeah. Whatever that is, uh, dressing gown. Dressing gown. I don't know. <laughs> He's in his but, PJs um, with a bulletproof vest. Yeah, it's very yeah, Joker yeah. of him. Um, do you know what it reminds me of a little bit now? I'm like looking at it more. It reminds what? me of when he dresses up as when he tells you dresses up as the nurse <laughs> in the Dark yes. Knight. Yes. <laughs> it's just a Which, le- it's a, and also it's like the, a it's like a um corner store nurse outfit yeah. that he's bought. And I swear <laughs> to God, it's like in, like modern day Joker. You cannot be a good Joker unless you have long hair. That is like swept back. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix, Heath Ledger. Now Jared Leto's just joined the bandwagon. It's like, it's no fucking. Do you know what? Rig- I, I don't mind too much. Like I, things that give me encouragement about the fact that he might actually prove half decent for the small amount that he's in the nightmare sequences. Because there's no tattoos. Because we're gonna get we're gonna get a few other characters as well. I think part of the um, I've forgotten what what the name of it was script wise but there's like a special name for the squad of heroes that are still trying to battle against the taken over planet and dark side diet justice league um <laughs> diet justice league justice what, league light do you know what that's good that's probably yeah. better than what it was we'll go with that justice league light justice but league antarctica because that's an actual thing <laughs> did you know justice league antarctica i'm not surprised is a thing i'm not surprised yeah Bat hound is a thing. Get over yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> Super dog. Super dog. Um, woof. Uh, Bork. So yeah, I mean it's like, I mean the end of the trailer, you see him speak, and to be honest, it doesn't fine. it doesn't look too bad. It looks okay. He's alright, but he's not playing it over the top, which is fine. But but he says the one of the most cringy lines of all time. We live in a society. Do you remember when Joaquin Phoenix's Joker came out? Yeah. And everyone was like taking a piss out of it because he kept on saying fucking society all the time. Or we live in a society. This the society that do you get it? Because that's modern Shut up. And then, you know, that whole shit happens and now he's literally saying the words we live in a society. Get over Interestingly, Come on. this was probably filmed before Joker. True, but 
God, it's cringe. Just cut that. We do it. I don't understand why he needs to be in this movie. To be honest, no, I don't like, get it. Like, I understand with Batman's brain. I understand with them doing. I really don't mind them doing the nightmare stuff. Yeah, that's cool. But like, if you're just using it as an excuse to shove in characters in cool combinations, like. Yeah. No, because like as soon as you start doing that, you take away from the value of the script and the yeah. story and the things that actually make the movie a decent movie. Yeah. Um, other than that, the trailers just you know a what bunch of action do? sequences basically. It's because they did that in Arkham Knight, the game. They were like, oh, the Joker's in his head. Oh, he's he can't get over the Joker. It's just the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Also, they were probably just like they probably like like everything these days in comic books. They mm. were like, it's, we had a little bit of this discussion with Wonder Woman. They were mm. like, do you know what would be cool? This. We take that element from this comic because people really like that comic, so they'll like it in this movie, no, even if we apply well, it, it to it, a completely I, I, incorrect context. I, d- I don't. Are we speaking about the actual Wonder Woman film, or are we talking about oh, just Batman vs Superman? Just in general, yeah. I, well, I think Batman vs Superman yeah. is a better example. Because I this. think no, this is oh, okay. Okay, so let's talk about the actual trailer. Um, I was bored by it. I don't think it was that good of a trailer. People, because I've just gotten used to the fact that Zack Snyder's. Uh, trailers. We will do like a uh, a trailer podcast. And the yeah, next we're gonna do best and worst trailers. Yeah, yeah. And I'll probably talk about this, but like, there's certain like uh, directors or whoever makes his films. It's just oh, cool shot, cool shot. This shot looks really fucking sick. Oh yeah, here's a bat tank. This is from a comic. Oh, this is so cool. You see Dark Side? He's got his minions. You see. Fuck it's so it looks so fucking cool, doesn't it? But then in context of the actual film, it's alright. What purpose do they serve? It's cool. Yeah. It just oh wow, just a poster on my fucking wall. Yeah. And it's that is exactly yeah, the same true. thing with Batman mm-hmm. versus Superman. It's like there's so many instances where you're like, Oh yeah, that's that looks really cool. Don't make fucking sense though. There's so many things that are just so wrong with that film. Yeah. I mean at least And I feel like, this is what's gonna that's gonna be. Zack Snyder's like Okay, so let's do a Justice League film. So what we're we gonna need? We're gonna need that from that comic. Oh yeah, Batman's got a tank. We'll have that from that comic. Oh, Batman needs to be resurrected, so we'll have a black black Batman at Superman suit. Oh, so we need this as well. And I guarantee you, I would not be surprised if there's an end game sequence in this film, where, or like an Infinity War sequence, where because originally Justice League was supposed to be a two parter, wasn't it? So mm. I wouldn't be surprised if this one ends with. Like after the four hours of us watching this film, Darkseid wins. That whole nightmare sequence happens with Batman and stuff like that. Because, oh, the nightmare's coming true. And then, boom, film ends. And then we have to wait another four years and like fan petitions for them to make this part well, two. Well, Warner Brothers have already said they're done with the DC, this DCEU. After Good. This movie. Keep like, to that they're, promise. They're, fun- they're funding this, this movie by Zack Snyder and they're happy to do this. But they've said, like, this is just so that it can be put out and Zack's vision yeah. can be filled. But, like, but after that, we're doing other things. Like yeah, got no, another, another version like, of Batman and coming I, out and in a way I'm glad that he's finally getting his vision and his because it, it was unfair on him to just get fired and then like replaced by Joss Whedon it was a complete fucking mess so good I'm glad yeah. like his voice is getting put out there what he wants to do but then again I'm thinking that I don't care like this just probably won't be for me I don't think this will be good because he's the one that brought us Batman vs Superman and thought it'd be cool that Batman had a gun why because that's from the comics that's why and it's cool even though he's so, never killed anyone in the up. comics but yeah oh we that... did oh we did 100% really yeah in the Dark Knight no, I swear we talked about this didn't we no I'm pretty sure 
I'll have to reread because um, you the said Dark he... returns, but I'm pretty sure he beats a guy to a pulp and then the kid dies or something when he's facing yeah. off with the. But game. no, not like with an actual gun. He doesn't point blank shoot someone in the oh, face. Oh no, 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 exactly. Probably not. That's no. what I mean. But the end is, is, yeah. So whatever. And or when I was saying about like the Infinity War stuff, so either Dark Side wins at the end, or this film, like halfway through, Dark Side will win, overtake the planet, whatever. Nightmare sequence happens, and then they'll bring Superman back. They'll have a little fight or a kerfuffle. And then at the end of the film, there'll be the end game sequence where like Blue Beetle turns up, Green Lantern turns up, fucking the entire Atlantis turns up. Bloody, I don't know, Booster Gold turns up, Martian Manton. <laughs> Booster turn, Gold! Yeah, Martian Manton turns up, Robin yeah. turns up. And it's just going to be like, yeah, this is cool. Totally fucking undeserved though, because I don't know half these fucking characters. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think it will. I don't think it will end like this. Really? I think it will end as we originally saw it. Uh, I think most of the nightmare stuff is just nightmare stuff. I think yeah. all the shots of Dark Side we see are either alternative flash forwards or him on his home world. I don't think he actually shows up in this movie. Or if he does, it's going to be right at the end of the movie and then Ooh. it's fade to black. Controversial. Yeah. Because A, that would be really shitty if that was true from Zack Snyder because it's like you're putting Dark Side in the trailers as this big character and he has nothing to do with the film. Well, because like there's a shot in this trailer, right? Yeah. He's on his home world and Steppenwolf like kneels down he's like my, yeah. my liege I will go to earth and kill stuff um, yeah. and smash things around and then proceeds to show a shot of him doing that um, like there's no if the, if the original is a condensed of this then the ending of this movie is them fighting off Steppenwolf yeah I don't know I don't and, then, and Darkseid yeah, is so, just there as like a background puppeteer figure so the yeah that, that could be a thing because you so, mentioned that this was meant to be a two-parter and I think I don't think this version of the film was meant to be a two-parter. I yeah. think, you know, I think maybe, they, maybe they'll maybe they tack on some extra shots that they shot for the sequel. Who yeah. knows? But, like, but yeah, so I don't think it will end it, in... I don't think she, they ever filmed anything with, like, Darkseid fighting the yeah. Justice League. Actually, th- well, but then again, with Joss Whedon being brought in for the original Justice League film, I wouldn't have been surprised if he like came on board and was like, oh my god, all of this stuff is happening, this is way too much, this is what I'm going to do because I did the Avengers and the Avengers was like solely focused on mm. one character, a, 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 i.e. Loki slash so I'm going to do it just with Steppenwolf which, in theory would work um, it but, would work but if Zack Snyder was a compelling again, villain yeah, well, fucking better than what he what we got I think it was just all a shit show in general but Zack Snyder did want Darkseid he wanted Darkseid and Steppenwolf and this because he was just doing another Batman vs Superman where everything was overstuffed and crammed in because it looked cool and this is what it's fan service at it's worst hmm. well yeah it's it's fan service at it's worst combined with the uh, the misstep by Warner Brothers that they want and need to catch up with, with Marvel, Marvel. Yeah. in as shorter and as spending as less money as they can. Yeah. So two movies. So yeah. Look at this point. Like I think I've said it before. Like I'm just going to go into this movie and just treat it like a DC animated. Yeah. Maybe I'm being too fan harsh. film, and Maybe, I'm just going to be yeah. like, fuck it, because they're not going to make anything else after this, so it doesn't matter what happens in this yeah. movie. But did you know just that, enjoy that it. you know like the whole release of Snyder Cut trend that happened, and then eventually this happened. Apparently, that's turned into now a um, reboot. Snyder Cut universe. Uh, it's, Just stop. I'm not behind that. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Like, let this be what it is because this does look quite cool, in my opinion. Like, 
as just a film of like, fuck it, I'm just going to ride with this because mm. why not? Yeah, yeah. You know, this think, is yeah, this is the I'm closest being... that we are going to get to a Justice League movie for probably twenty something years. Yeah. Until superhero movies cycle back around and people reboot, you know, people don't get fatigued from them, which I think will happen still in a few years. But um, yeah, it, it depends. I just, I just feel that it's like just enjoy it. And the interesting thing I was going to say is like, as far as cramming too much stuff in goes, I think Batman vs Superman does a better job of it than the new Wonder Woman movie. Now that might be an unpopular opinion. Ooh, yeah, I think it's. But at least it tries. At least Batman vs Superman tries to put a cohesive story together. Whereas in Wonder Woman, you get bits like, "Why is Cheetah in this movie?" Yeah, because we she's need in a there CGI because fight. we need Wonder fight. Woman's nemesis to be in this yeah. film because we, we, need we a, left we need her out the last movie, so we've got to put her in this one. Even though she's not the main villain and she's not the focus of where the story is going, yeah. she's just a side character. Yeah. Whereas in Batman vs Superman, at least it was like, oh yeah, they're going to have a fight because Lex Luthor is making them, and then Lex is going to make Doomsday, so that's how he comes in. And there's too much going on, yes. Yeah. But at least it's some I sort think, of I cohesive story. I think it's equal amounts, really. Equal amounts, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe. But anyway, that was a little side note. But, but, um, the, but the trailer, I think, <clears throat> when you mentioned like the whole, it could be this storyline. Yeah, I kind of agree with that also because... A lot of the shots in this trailer was just what we've already seen. Also, like, like yeah, but like the, the start bit where what, uh, Superman is like yelling out after he's when dying. When did that happen? Like, where, I don't remember that from Justice League. Yeah. Well, that explains why Darkseid's coming. He's because shouting. the God Man is dead. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember him letting out an almighty. Well, he met letting out an almighty scream. That's why. That's, that's he didn't that's, send shockwaves. Yeah, that rippled throughout the universe yeah. and signaled that everybody that Earth is partly defenceless now and also that half of the earth's population is now death is is now death <laughs> um which to be honest would probably make a better world um people would die. that's Jesus the kind Christ. of that's the kind of year we're in ladies yeah. and gentlemen that's where it's at yeah. um well uh, with the baby way this year where is where going, was your, where people was people <laughs> might already, people might already be trying to be deaf if you know what i mean <laughs> just completely ignoring everyone else and what they should be doing anyway <laughs> i don't want to be politicalizing this podcast but whatever also no offense to the deaf community either that's fine we um, love you but you can't hear this but we love you <laughs> we should, we, I'm should so sorry. we should do um oh dear i'm so sorry we should do uh uh like uh i was going to say like um uh an audio descriptive podcast where we get a um sign language person to come in that, that wouldn't work cuz Podcasts well, like, are audio. Podcast video. A video yeah. podcast that only people can see, but we won't talk. Well, no, it plays back over, but then you have somebody doing all the, uh, yeah. the chatting. But deaf people. I wonder if that's it. Like, th- this is an interesting deaf conversation. Deaf people can't hear that. I wonder if. Yeah, true. I don't no, know. but sign language is yeah, yeah. Okay. something that deaf people can. They still can see. I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But I, that's an interesting thing because I, I would like to, like, I've not done any research into this, but I wonder if there's any, like, maybe not like famous podcasts, but like well known podcasts that are listened to quite often that have done that accessible accept- podcasts yeah. for deaf people. You know, yeah, that would be. That's a really interesting question. Yeah. Be more acceptable, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe. Yeah, God, Joe. Um, I don't listen to his But podcasts. like, we're, we're in the podcast age. Yeah. So every man and his dog is making a podcast. Literally, literally everybody, like every single YouTuber, is making a podcast now. Yeah. Every everybody, everybody that's was ever involved, including in anything us. trendy, 
Is it? Look at us. Yeah, <laughs> We're making a podcast. If we can do it, anyone can. <laughs> um, anything Last about Last thing I want to say about yeah. this, just because it's on my mind. This trailer, yeah. It's interesting because, like, have you not watched Justice League War, have you? Is that the animated one? Mm. No. Right. We might need to watch it before we watch Justice League because, as well as the original. If we have to sit through the original, then we Oh, we do! <laughs> when is this coming out again? 16th of March or something? Oh, fuck really? That close? Fucking hell. It's something like okay, that. Okay, fair enough. Um, but not long to wait then. Yeah. <laughs> no. But I. Anyway, I. Watching like Justice League War, which is the the latest animated one based on the New Fifty Two, yeah, I've not watched any of the sequels. I need to get around to watching them. But I would argue that there's just as much stuff crammed in and just as fast paced moving storyline in Justice League War as there is in this movie. Thing is, with like, because I was about to like compare or like Batman the... versus Superman. I think but it's... people like Justice League War. But they don't like Batman versus Superman, and I find that interesting as to why exactly I that is. I think one of my re- reasons for that is it's a bit like the Spider Verse thing. Mm. It's because it's animated, and it's a very niche thing. Whereas like movies coming out in cinemas and stuff, it's so accessible to the general audience. You need no offense, you need to dumb it down for them. Mm. Like you're not going to instantly go into like you're not going to make a. a 300 million dollar budget Avengers movie just firstly are you if you can make a, a animated film that you just put on TV or Netflix or whatever people that already recognise the characters and stuff would watch that and they would recognise that it's good because they understand everything yeah, that's, that's going true. on it's that's a, true. like Spider-Man we are talking in, different like, mediums it, yeah, yeah into, into the Spider-Verse works because it's incredibly niche it's different and it appeals to a very specific audience, I feel. But I would then argue that Spider-Man's been around for long enough that people know Spider-Man. Yeah. So you can get away with it. So, yeah, again, so again, it's that niche within niche. It's like, okay, we're going to do this like gigantic like multiverse thing, which uh, the general audience will be confused by, but it's going to be focused on Spider-Man, so we'll explain it well enough it's like yeah this is spider-man you know him you everyone knows the fucking story about his uncle died and stuff like that but this peter some things are slightly different and then okay so we know that there are different types of peters in different universes now okay spider gwen okay black and white spider-man okay manga anime spider-man now a pig spider-man go fuck yourself because why not But then, yeah, like I say, but then with like Justice League and Batman vs Superman, it's like okay, people are like, you know, we 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 understand Batman because we know his story. We understand Superman. We know his story. Wonder Woman. Okay, I don't really know her. Like if they were to do Batman vs Superman and then just include Wonder Woman, okay, sweet. But it's then write, put in... write a good human story and put superheroes yeah. in it. That's that's like but yeah, that's like the caveat of all this, isn't it? Yeah, the, gen- the general Then audience, you can dress it up. The general audience but. wouldn't be going to the cinemas to see uh, Justice League War or Justice League Apocalypse. I would. Because, well, I mean, we would, but like the general audience wouldn't. No. Because they'd be like, I don't understand what's going on. I'm not interested. Yeah. But it, like, it's, it's the Marvel thing. You make a film, then you make another film, and you build it up to this big event so that people... More people go to see those films, and more people are. Did you watch that video, by the way? I sent you. Which one? Uh, the the relationships yeah. one. Yeah, it's really good. Because like I, because I feel like that's that's ultimately when you strip everything back, that's where it comes down to is yeah. that Marvel have put the back work in to create stories with 
with character with relationship characters whereby that they can and i'm still pissed off about this that what? they can make a movie like civil war where nothing happens if you really think about it like uh, a lot happens i will argue to the end about that <sighs> okay some, some that comes sure in. it's like some stuff happens the events of civil war directly impacts the events of infinity war the reason why they lose infinity war is because of the events of civil war yeah but it's because two men can't cry in each other's arms and suck it up <laughs> oh yeah true no, again and we we're talking about like no, human, I, I guess, human things okay i guess what is... I'm, yeah i guess what i'm comparing it to is like people died in the civil war comic uh yeah superheroes were killed yeah yeah yeah. nobody was killed in this movie it was like it was like the worst playground spat that anybody's ever had and, yeah. and okay maybe me saying it doesn't have like nothing happens it has consequences yeah, but yeah. like over the course of the film like, Tony and Cap never really did get along, did they? Let's be I honest. Think they weren't was, best buds. I think it was... They were tolerant of They were each tolerant other. of each other for the, great, the greater good. The greater good. The greater good. Um, and then it's just sort of like one thing just but they, triggered them. And yeah. then that was like, no, I'm not having to like, for this anymore. So their relationship, let's be honest, doesn't really change much. They just actually say how they feel about one another for yeah. a change. And the tensions that are in the group and between the different characters don't really change that much. It's just a huge spat that then sets up a few things down the line. Yeah. But, like, as far as, like, and if you were to draw, like, a character arc circle for where people start in their movie, you could maybe yeah. maybe do one that actually goes somewhere for Black Panther and his journey throughout the movie, yeah. or Baron Zemo throughout the movie. Yeah. If you draw one for, like, Tony, it goes back to around I mean, where he started. I actually think that's why I say that nothing happens. I'd love to talk about Civil War eventually but you look at Tony's entire arc throughout the MCU yeah it's one of the best yeah and Caps because he starts out being this warmongering like arms dealer whatever and then after that lesson in Iron Man 1 every single lesson after that because of the way he is he's trying to fix stuff but every time he tries to fix stuff it backfires he tries to stop people from getting his weapons. They get his weapons, i.e. Whiplash. Then in Iron Man 3, or even Avengers, he's like building this team or whatever, he's whatever for the greater good and blah, blah, blah. But shit happens, blah, blah, blah. And then when you get to uh, Ultron, he's like, right, okay, because of the stuff that happens in Avengers, I need to build something bigger backfires in his face because he created Ultron yeah and then in Civil War okay let me try and like fix things and get more political that backfires because it destroys the team mm. so every single thing he tries to do it completely backfires in his face because yeah he tries to overdo it he tries to like overcorrect things to the massive point where it just yeah like blows up in his face ironically yeah, but he still doesn't evolve over the course of the movie. I'm standing. I'm standing uh, by that. Wait, the Civil War again. And neither. And neither He's always do, trying neither. to learn. He's always trying. Actually, no. Tell you what, there was. They're always trying. There's always trying. There's always a little bit of an extension of a hand. Like they're trying to find. It's like, it's like two lovers lovers having an argument. Yeah. They're both trying to get to the same place. But they're too stubborn enough to admit whether they're wrong or not, so that they actually just keep walking around in circles around each other. Yeah. But then again, so, that's, that's that's a more human. Yeah. No, I'm not saying thing. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they start in one place and yeah. they end up in that place at the end of the movie. I guess it's just they have a punch up in the middle. Uh, I'm trying to think because 
there's been really good videos of dissecting this better than I could ever do about why Tony is great in Civil War. Mm. And it's like you can you can have someone at the start be completely where they are at the end. It's a bit like when you watch a film that is completely predictable. You know where it's going to end. You yeah. know how it's going to end up. Like everyone knew how Endgame was going to end. Yeah. Really. Oh, heroes come back and then everyone saves the universe. But it's the journey to that, mm. which is what. Yeah. No. Makes I guess it. the point yeah. I'm getting to because like I was circling back around like the reason Marvel can get away yeah. with making Civil War dialed way back from what the, it was in the comics and just yeah. make it basically oh everybody has a school punch up yeah. is because you care about the characters you care about the characters and also and that's if the they... even if they don't evolve much throughout the story you still care about every yeah. single action they take yeah. as is demonstrated by your passionate defence yeah. so like that's that's I guess that's my point is I mean, like, it's, it's, they hire they've the put right... the groundwork in that they can get they away with that they hire the right people as well yeah. like the Russo brothers did incredibly well civil uh, with Winter Soldier and they were like, right, okay, because you know you can handle that. And we, everyone loves Captain America now because of that film. Yeah. We'll make you do Civil War and mm-hmm. then ultimately do the Avengers film, blah, blah, blah. If Zack Snyder would have done Civil War, he would have literally done Civil I, War. I want, I want Zack Snyder's Fuck Civil off. War cut. That's what I want. No. That, no, he would have literally done it panel by panel, introduced everyone. That makes no fucking sense at all. It just, it, been, it just it, would have been the airport fight just played out over four hours. It would have been over four, <laughs> over four hours. But like, yeah, and then you would have had random people dying that we just got introduced to and then died for no apparent reason so we wouldn't have any connection to that character and everything like that. And yeah, he just that would be a mess yeah. if Zack Snyder did it because he would have been like, right, well, people love this scene, so let's do that scene. Okay. Mm. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. True, true, true. Interesting about Avengers movies. Josh Whedon. Yes, this way, continuing the news, yeah. Josh Whedon. He being cancelled. He's always been cancelled. Uh, he's getting even more cancelled. <laughs> cancelled, yeah, he cancelled um, culture. Brilliant, amazing. Loads of the stars of the Buffy TV show, Buffy yeah. the Vampire Slayer. What was this? Uh, this this article that's on BBC News was written uh, on the 11th of Feb. Oh, very, very, like four so days like ago. like four days ago. Nice, okay. Um, but a bunch of the female stars have come out to basically say that he created a very toxic and hostile work environment that was not pleasant to work in. Uh, and of basically, this is linking, the reason I'm bringing this back around yeah. for geek stuff, is that I believe what Buffy's I... Buffy's geek. Buffy is geek. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's niche, it. it's niche geek. Um, it comes back around to one of the stars uh, basically saying that she believes Ray Fisher's statements about a yeah, bad just... work environment because she experienced the same thing on Buffy the Vampire yeah, Slayer. Yeah. Um, that's basically all I wanted to say. But there we go. Yeah, no, because just yeah, Joss Whedon's had very controversial things happening a lot, and um, yeah, it's and Ray Fisher accused him of having abusive, unprofessional, and unacceptable behaviour on the film. Uh, just why would you get Joss Whedon uh, <laughs> on that film? Had his, yeah. Uh, Carpenter, uh, who is sorry, uh, let me get her first name. Uh, who did she play? Uh, sorry, hang on a moment. That's fine. Uh, Charisma Carpenter. Yeah. Charisma is a first name. That's interesting. Um, Basically, she made her comments after she heard Ray Fisher's comments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she she felt compelled. Uh, uh, compelled. 
compelled yes. to come out and speak about her experiences as well after hearing that he was his character was basically written out the forecoming Flash movie because of his accusations. Yeah, it's... which is a bit shitty. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a mess, isn't it? It's just a bit of a mess, isn't it? God, yeah. it's a shame, really. It's a shame. Yeah, why do directors have to be dicks? Just they make good movies and then they're dicks. Why do people have to be dicks? Which why dicks? Why dicks? <laughs> Thesis statement. Thesis. Why, why dicks? dicks? Yeah. Why dicks? Uh, what other news have you got? This this is um, going for a while. The news. I know there's. What other news have you got? Right. So I got a couple more news. Uh, I've only got two more bits. You know what? So we'll keep this short. Fucking bad news. What? We lost. We lost a great man, Christopher Plummer. Oh yes, I saw a- this news. A- yeah. Age ninety-one. Yeah, he was famous for his. Uh, performance in Sound of Music he was also in uh, that film where he completely replaced Kevin Spacey because did you hear about that? no oh, Kevin Spacey thing you know when the whole Kevin Spacey stuff came out of him being a fucking twat yeah specifically to kids and he's a dodgy bloke um, basically he was in the middle of this film I've forgotten what it's called but it was apparently good um, and the director or everyone was like yeah no you're not in the film anymore and he was the main lead like every scene had him in it, mm. uh, so they just fil- refilmed everything with Christopher Plummer. It's like which movie was this? I-, I can't remember, but it was that was big at the time. It was a few years ago, uh, five years ago or something. I don't know. Just when when all the allegations of Kevin Spacey came out, um, it was quite funny because they spent all this money and all this time doing this. And then I think even reshooting all of the stuff with Christopher Plummer didn't take that long, like a couple of weeks or something. All the money in the world? I think so. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that's what it was called. It was I don't called know. Ma- Ma- Marky Mark in it as well. Marky Mark? Yeah. Who's that? Mark Wahlberg. Oh, Marky Mark. Yeah. Yes, it is this one because Kevin Spacey's name is attached to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they, they refilmed everything with Christopher Plummer. I must have after slept, slept on that movie because yeah. I... I'm... Yeah, I, I don't know much about enough. it but yeah and then so yeah Close for Plum is also in Knives Out which is a film I really enjoyed yeah good actor he's probably known for a lot more stuff but those are the main ones I know him from yeah Knives I think Out he's and Sound of Music m- most famous for the Sound of Music he, yeah. um, he famously did not like Sound of Music he effectively loathed it I <laughs> which is like yeah whatever he's not like I always find comments by actors and I feel like there's a certain generation of actors for older mm. older films in particular that say this. When actors come out and say they didn't enjoy filming a movie, yeah. I have to question why the hell they took the part. Well, I think it was, yeah, they took the part, but it wasn't until they were actually doing the film and then watching the film after they were like, yeah, I don't really like that. Maybe it's just you can do ma- maybe it's the massive sceptic in my head, but I'm like... You can, you can, you can go into something knowing that it's not going to be bad. Say something. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's just the way the whole Plus sets contract. Work. I don't know. Mm, yeah, contracts. Yeah. They. I don't know. So in the small print, it probably says you you are not allowed I to speak anything he, bad he about did, this movie. And no, it's like he 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 just. I think he effectively said that he just didn't like the film. He wasn't like shitting on uh, Julie Andrews or anyone. Or like the production. That, or the production. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, it was one of the best made films I was ever a part of, or something like that. But the actual just film itself, kind nah, of film. don't like it. That's fair enough. I suppose so. We Which all, is we all have know, our favourites and, and we all have different. Plus it's so. plus it's like you're an actor. It's your job to pretend. That's <laughs> all. Like, it's a good point actually. <laughs> it's a good point. Yeah. Actors make great con men as well. Yeah. Uh, 
that's what we're learning here. Um, and then one more bit of Marvel stuff that I've got that I just keep on forgetting to tell about. Do it. Uh, Stacy Uzi Kufour. I apologise for saying that name completely is wrong. He, is he Kufour? Yeah, uh, the writer behind the HBO limited series Watchmen. Okay. Uh, will be writing the script for the upcoming Blade film with Mahershala Ali. Oh, Blade news! There we go. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember, as I said a little just earlier, I was like, I was watching the uh, Investors Day. So I have to sigh every time I say it. Cause it's dumb. <laughs> um, I just imagine a load of people invests. It's just around the table. Just like, I don't know. It just feel like poker thing. It's like I give you. I, I'm like I'm all in on Loki. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm all in. On I'm all in on Black Panther Two. Yeah, Black yeah. Panther Two. Oh no, shit. I will invest in Velma. <laughs> HBO, but not Disney, but even so. It will be soon. Um, yeah, Disney. Everything will be Disney. No, I'm glad there's more stuff coming the out. The mouse will control everything. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, hi there. Um, I've got your money. <laughs> oh dear. Give me your money. Because <laughs> I was. I, was... I owe you that. <laughs> What's that? You're making a movie? No, I'm making a movie. <laughs> Have you seen that meme? Have you ever seen that meme of like this guy making something, handing it over to someone, he leaves, and then the guy holding it is like, I made this. <laughs> That's Mickey. I made this. You work for me now, which means I own you. Right, we're going to stop that. It's the... <laughs> oh, I need to make the meme. Oh, it's the Kevin... Uh, it's, it's the um, Captain Phillips thing. It's like... <laughs> I am the I captain, am the captain now. now. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey to HBO. Oh, Mickey. Oh, we Mickey. We do love you. Mickey, you're so fine. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what news you got, fuck's sake? Oh, dearie me. What was I saying about uh, Investors Day? <laughs> I don't know. You've got the news, mate. <laughs> right. What I was saying about the... Um, when they mentioned Blade... Yes. Investors Day. Kevin Feige said that it's in development, but there's not much news about it. Yeah. It's been cast. Got a writer. It's now. been cast. Yeah. And I think the only thing they mention on the thing is like obviously Mahersha Ali will be yeah. playing Blade, and great that's literally casting choice. Yeah, it's great. And that's it. that's about all they yeah. mention on the thing. So it's interesting to hear that there's finally some news about who's writing, who's writing it. it. Yeah. And, and like there is a cast. And apparently, now. Um, Watchmen was really good on HBO, so mm-hmm. it's it's in good hands. Uh, I should have mentioned this when we were talking about. Apparently, what a dick Josh Whedon is behind the scenes. Oh, great, fantastic, um, more stuff. Josh about Whedon dicks. wanted Vision to have a penis in Age of Ultron. What? <laughs> I knew that would get that reaction. Out what? Of you. The most random headline I've read all year. That's you what know, I'm glad you didn't do Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. Fucking what? Josh Whedon's Infinity War. Um, Josh Whedon's Dick Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Infinity Dicks. Uh, stop. <laughs> You're going to set us off on one. It's just dicks now, isn't it? Uh, Nintendo scraps Zelda Netflix series after the leak that happened, apparently. There was oh, leak. Yeah. yeah. Basically, there was a bunch of... Um... Yeah. Mine's blank. Yeah, Nintendo got like leaked a lot of bunch of stuff, and then like even a Mario stuff and games or whatever, and then they just turned around and was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. We're not, we're not doing that anymore. Because all yeah, this stuff it was got like a, a big yeah. kind of yeah. Fuck you, we're not doing it anymore. Well, I suppose serves the people right for hacking in. I suppose. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. Um, 
Oh, speaking of hacks, do you want to know some news about? Do you want to know some news about CD Projekt? Oh, go ahead. CD Projekt got hacked. <laughs> right. Okay. So. Right. Okay. They've been under fire a lot. The yes, last they three have months. Been. I mean, in ways deservedly. Justifiably so. so. Justifiably so, but ah, oh, this. But with the whole like hacking thing, because right, so basically they they released a statement. I don't have the things in front of me. It's whatever. I don't fucking care, really. CD Projekt was like, yeah, we've been hacked by some guys. We're not going to negotiate with like, whatever, all that good PR stuff. They're, I think they're getting back on the ropes and they're like, yeah, you've learned your lesson. Yeah, you, you released a really shit game that's really buggy and whatever. It was completely unpromised and whatever. But hacking, okay, that's just too far now. That's unjustifiable and it's just irredeemable. Um, so th they released like what they, the hackers said and instantly from the first sentence, I'm like, you're you're a fight. What are you doing? Um, so they were like, uh, "Dear CD Project, hello CD Project. You have been um, absolutely pawned or pwned. 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 You've been with absolutely a w. A, with a P W N E D or something like oh, that. that. Not even that. without the A. Oh, yeah, gosh. that you've been pawned. Oh, Fuck. And it's just like okay, yeah, <laughs> that, that definitely just instantly uh, identifies like what age." we're dealing with some fucking millennials um we're millennials what we're we talking about um yeah so i'm instantly thinking right okay so you're one of those guys just a dickhead hacking into people but it is also quite a very very serious thing because they've actually hacked in and they've acquired their source code which means they have everything um including like the source code to the witcher 3 an un uh, uncompleted version uh, they had like the Gwent card game, or whatever. They've got CD uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. So yeah, it's very serious shit that they could potentially do. And they're basically being like, right, well, you need to give us whatever. And I think they've like started auctioning off on like holding it to ransom, holding it to right ransom. And they, you know, effectively then because they got the source code and they've effectively got everything. They've now got all of the workers. They might have all the workers' um, details. Yeah. Everyone that worked on it, because it's like, yeah. well, that's that's just unfair. Yeah, it's it's effectively the people higher up that should be like I would, giving a slap I would on the wrist. Question: Why you're keeping your your? I, I don't. I don't know so, how hacking works. We don't know how hacking works, yeah. but like, I would question why you're keeping the folders to your employee stuff on the same systems that you're creating games. Well, it's the source code. It's like I think only select a few people. I'm assuming. Only selective people, very select game, people have game director or whatever. Yeah, it's like giving you the keys to the front door of the house. Only select people have them. Um, so once you have that, you've got everything. And they've been like auctioning off like the specific source codes to the games for like million dollars starting or whatever on back, back like back websites and stuff. Um, yeah, so that's bad. Just hopefully, uh, hopefully that guy gets. Put in jail I, I don't understand awful. why people think that hacking's a good when thing when destruction has been caused yeah that creating more destruction will solve the problem yeah like, like even if you believe it's justified in any stretch of the imagination by any length what are you doing you're an asshole yeah, yeah. you're an <laughs> like, asshole what are you doing like the, there's like you know with the people that actually worked on cyberpunk like 
yeah, the higher ups should have realised that there was a load of bugs and should have delayed it. Yeah. But then there are people that were working on like the graphics and whatever that are just completely innocent, There's, and you're punishing them. That's it's like that's no reason to take people's private details, which yeah. could be used against them in very harmful ways in real life. Yeah, you know. So that was um, exactly yeah, a shame. That's, that's a bit of a shame. Got any more um, uh, game news? Disney news? Black Myth Wukong. What's that? Official Year of the Ox gameplay trailer oh yeah check out the new trailer for Black Myth Wukong an action a new action adventure RPG from Chinese developer Game Science based on the journey through uh, journey to the west journey to the west mythology that doesn't make any sense IGN <laughs> nice one IGN um, but yeah I, I brought this up because I feel like I've mentioned quite a lot of RPGs recently in news yeah we've done, yeah, you have. or at least over the past few things and I'm just like it looks pretty good, that one. Mm. It looks pretty interesting. I like a bit of mythology stuff. I'm writing D&D stuff at the moment. I love mythology stuff. Yeah. It's good fun. Um, it's great creating mythos for things and, and, and history. Um, and I feel like I'm just adding a list of like different RPGs that I might want to try in the future. Very true, <laughs> And yeah. it's an unhealthy habit because there's a growing list of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. have time. Oh, yes, yes. Time is not Especially when I still thing. have to play a load of other games that I'd like... I need to play Shadow of Colossus at some point. I need to oh God, we've been saying that for months. I know. <laughs> Is that I've got a lot of like the free PS Plus games that have been mm. like through months and whatever, and it's like I don't have PS Plus anymore because I'm not forking up thirty quid for a year or whatever, however much it fucking is. It's just too much. It's like it's not worth it. Whatever. It's not worth it. Like you just get, for one you game, get one good game in like six months. Yeah. It's not um, worth the money you pay. You got any more news? Or is that? I've got one more, but it kind of links to what you've got up on the screen okay, there. So, let's just get the controversial shit out of the way. Um, actually, two How much more, more news have you got to do? I've got like uh, one, two, three more bits of news. Do you want to do the other two first, because they're linked? Uh, right, so we've got Last of Us stuff. Yeah! Last of Us got uh, the, the Last of Us Part 2, well, we mentioned... Well, Last of Us TV show, isn't it? Yeah, the TV show on Amazon. Uh, is it on Amazon? I don't fucking know. Whatever, but whatever that is. <laughs> no, it's it? not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's on HBO. Yeah, it's a HBO series uh, adaptation, Last of Us, and they've cast um, Ellie and Joel. They have. Ellie is going to be played by Bella Ramsey, who was in Game of Thrones and was really good in that. Yep, she was. One of the shining lights. She was also it. in His Dark Materials recently. Oh yeah. Yeah, she played one of the kids in the. I'm going to mispronounce the name of the. Oh, I can't remember the name of the town, but she's in the town that Lyra goes to. Nice. Where all the adults have been kidnapped and there's just kids running around. Nice. But she's one of the people there. She was good in that as well. Yeah, she's really good. So and I think she'd be great as Ali. Uh, and also Pedro Pascal because he's in everything now. Apparently. He's, he's yeah. Hollywood's go-to person. Oh, yes, yes. But I think deserves it. So he's great. Uh, he's going to be Joel. Good. Unfortunately, I've seen a lot of people complain about the casting because, oh, he's not my Joel. <laughs> oh. I, I mean, don't, obviously... He doesn't look like Joel. <laughs> Fuck off. I mean, Look at bloody Troy Baker. Troy Baker looks nothing, nothing like, like Troy, nothing Shut like up. Him. Ashley Johnson God, looks a noth- little bit like Ellie. And in the second game, there's more of her in yeah. Ellie. But even then, there's a distinct difference. Yeah. But the slight... It's, again, it's acting. It's acting, yeah. He's like, Fucking... Just, why do people have to complain all the time? People are like calling for... Um, <clears throat> oh, what's his name? Lannister from Game of Thrones also. The brother... What was his name? Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister. They, they were calling for him to be Joel. It's like, yeah, he looks the part, but... Would he be right for the role? Probably yeah. not. He probably would, but th- then again, it's like, they know what they're doing. 
Yeah. It's not your job to... If everyone got their own way with, like, fan casting, then it'd be, A, boring, and just piss off. Like, these people (laughs) complain all the time. It just does my head in. I... Elliot, yeah. I think both of those castings are really good. Yeah. Um, Obviously, they're going for maybe slightly younger Ellie, so this is going to be, like... How many instances where her and Joel meet each other? It it would be be really interesting to see, like, how many instances there have been of, like, people being cast, it being panned, like, being, oh, this is a fucking terrible cast. Guess what? It happened with Hugh Jackman in Wolverine. Mm. When he was cast, everyone was like, he's too tall. He's he's not bulky. He's a Broadway kid. He's, he's, He's... Oh, he's not strong enough. He doesn't look beefy enough. And guess what? He's one of the greatest Marvel characters of all time. Played because it for it... like 14 years or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Guess what? Not everything has to be adapted adapted the exact way it should be. <laughs> Zack Snyder. Yeah. If you're going to adapt something, it's adap- you have to... It's adaption. Because, again, it's, it's like, the if you're going to just adapt everything, like, page for page, or, like, exactly as it is on a comic or the game to screen, then what's the point? Hmm. It's like just like, play the game. The mediums wouldn't allow it. Like, yeah. like when I, if I think back to some of the comics I've read recently, like trying to adapt, let's say, the Court of Owls storyline in yeah. Batman into a, like, yeah, film. I'm like, the way of storytelling that is being told here, you just can't do on the screen. Yeah, like it just it fits the medium of panelled comic books. I might become really hip, like massive hypocrite at this moment, but like, I'm thinking about it now. It's if you're going to complain about the TV series not being better than the comic or not better than the game, then just play the game. Yeah. If you're not happy with the show, don't play watch it. the you, TV show. You have yeah. the game. If you're not happy with, oh, this is not my um, my like the hashtag not like, my president. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like the the Lion King when the remastered uh, remastered. It basically was. <laughs> when, when the live action came out everyone was like oh this isn't how it's meant to be we'll watch the animated one then. still got the old one yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not like that's gone forever in 4k Fuck off. blu-ray release as well man. Yeah. yeah or Aladdin or anything or else any, that was any of the above yeah, yeah. no like and I think it's a big thing it. of like like almost like weird elitism these days in yeah. fandom especially like people think like even with stars I have to like every single version of this character yeah. For me to be the ultimate fan, it's like yeah, I hate that. No, you don't. like. Yeah. I'm a massive Transformers nerd. I don't like. You're not above them. anyone because you know more no, than no, someone no. else. Absolutely, yeah. Not. And there's probably people out there that know more than me. In fact, I know there is. Yeah. I, like, watch people on YouTube who are more knowledgeable yeah. about this stuff than I. Like, I haven't read every single Transformers comic. I don't plan to, to be yeah. honest. Like, I'd like to read a few of them, but there's so many different runs and different things. Yeah. Like, it's hard to know where to start half the time. So, like. I- I don't feel compelled though to have to know everything and and if I don't like something that doesn't fit with my internal continuity of what it is to be a fan of a certain genre or thing or like IP yeah. I don't kick off about it I just it's like acknowledge with, that it's not for me it's with the Star Wars thing as well yes, people don't the like the prequels thing. well you've got the originals people don't like the sequels well you've got the originals you've got the originals and the prequels like what you want yeah. you don't have to like what's new yeah well, except don't like Rise of Skywalker you just don't <laughs> fucking like that shit <laughs> yeah anyway. like, you know we don't like it we don't have to watch it you know what you know, oh this is not my Luke just watch The Mandalorian I, 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 fucking for one, I, I for one didn't think it was my Luke to be in with but I actually really love Luke's story now yeah from The Last Jedi the more I think about it yeah it's either and that the one again fan if, if, you, I watch. if you still didn't like it go back Fine, to the, go yeah. back go back and watch Return of the Jedi there's your Luke yeah he's there whatever yeah 
It's like the whole. Um, it's like Mandalorian season two. Yeah. It's like yeah, he's, you, he's you there. You've got your Luke that. now. There you go. Pat on the head. Now go back to your corner. There we've we've catered to your fandom yeah. likes. Yeah. I off. I didn't particularly. I wasn't massively overwhelmed by it. Like, but yeah, cool. What would you expect? Cool. It's fine. Again, just, it's that, if we got that fucking Luke. Yeah. That specific Luke that just comes in, saves the day, does the laser. As much as it was cool, and I really liked it in Mandalorian season two. But oh yeah, spoilers for that by the way. Everyone, it's been out for weeks. We've done a podcast on it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and if that happens, but that Luke stays the way he was and was in the sequel trilogy, I'd be bored shitless. You'd be bored, yeah. And you go, yeah, well, well I get just it rehashed now. Return of the Jedi again, yeah. or whatever. It's like, well, or like with again, that's I think with Marvel, like when they were going a little bit stale with what they were doing. You go in, you're like. Right, so the superhero gets his powers, uh, learns to control them, and then beats the bad guy. We get it. Yeah. All right, sweet. What's new? Oh, wait, Infinity War. They all die. Oh, I'm interested. <laughs> oh, amazing. Everybody in it. But yeah, then they everybody who's again, not an original but... cast member dies. No. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's good stuff. Right? Should we talk about speaking of Mandalorian? <laughs> uh, Gina Car Carano is been. Well, she's no longer employed. She's been fired. She has, uh, <laughs> well, I guess it was the way they've said this in their uh, statement. Um, yeah, the, the confirmed that the actress is no longer employed by the company. So I'm assuming that she was already at the end of a contract mm. and they're just not rehiring her. Yeah. Because, quote, the comments she made on social media has been abhorrent. And it's not like that's interesting, quote, end quote. Um, that's interesting the way they use abhorrent because it's you know you get a lot of the um i don't know like the pr talk and they're like yeah oh we you know we totally uh, we ho hope all the best for their future and you know we support her in everything she does in the future and plans whatever no they've literally just come out and said yeah no it's abhorrent and she's not employed by us anymore <laughs> yeah. in other words fuck you gina or gina whatever what we call your name gina yeah gina uh you know it's fine whatever you're, she was decent in Mandalorian. I, I really liked her in the action she was sequences good, yeah, and yeah. stuff. But you're employed. You're employed by Disney. Think about what you're writing on social media, and also well, even in that sense of like, because I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure what she said was something know, along the lines of like she compared Holocaust, being a modern day Re Republican Republic. supporter to being a Jew during the Holocaust. Fuck off. Which is a bit like saying. <laughs> Yeah, that because your political views are different, you're going to get gassed for it. Just get s sorry. I don't give a shit what your opinions are on politics and stuff. You're fucking insane. Yeah, for thinking that she's she's come out and basically said that she feels that she's being ostracised just because she's a different yes. political beliefs or whatever. You're getting sent to a concentration camp and being gassed. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. Yeah, it's like, it's not. Fuck me. Just. It just goes to show of like the the kind of like disconnect that a lot of people have. Yeah. And dare I come out and say a I... lot of the right winged politics has <laughs> being very much like everything is an agenda. I'm not allowed an opinion. Yeah. Where this is not about the fact that you're not allowed an opinion. You are allowed a political view. You are a citizen of the United yeah. States. You are in a free country. Just don't blah, think blah, blah. you're a Jew. <laughs> but don't compare the struggles that you a successful actor yeah. who is a supporter of a Republican Party that I'm not going to say 
everyone who supports the Republican Party is like this, but a large majority are the white upper class mm. of America. Again, not maybe commenting on Gina Carter because I don't know enough about her background. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like, that's what you're supporting. That's that's that. There's no denying that. It's like being a conservative supporter in the UK. Yeah. You are supporting the upper classes. That's mainly where the votes come from. Saying that your life in your nice suburban house with your two cars parked outside the front yeah. is the same as being gassed in World War Two. Yeah. For your beliefs. Yeah. And Amazing. Your faith system. Yeah. Well, it's like she didn't actually say it, uh, those quotes. She just shared something and like posted that on Instagram or something I, like no, that. No, yeah. I legitimately think she tweeted it. Oh, no, I, she, no, she tweeted a screenshot of a quote of that. Oh, did she? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what it was. So she that's didn't directly say it I was going to say, I saw, but... I saw something Twitter wise. Let me have a quick Google. Just um, no, but I think also in the. It was. I think it was a build up of things which came to this decision uh, because I think. She made comments about trans people not that long ago, and yeah, she's made a bunch of stuff which has sort of been really ropey. And now Disney have just finally sort of, you know what? No, this is the final thing. That was that was the shore that broke the camel's back, as people would say. So, you know what? Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I mean she's. What are this? Yeah, there's there's been a bunch of other stuff that I'm not totally aware of. I mean, I I read them when they came out, but it's just like, uh, yeah, because I think yeah, she also mentioned stuff about like the votes not being counted properly and in like America, it's just stuff to do with that. What are you trying to find? I'm just having a little quick Google search to see if I can actually find what she said, mm. um, or the tweet that was quoted anyway, but um. Google is being frustratingly annoying and Slow. not doing that. Oh. Maybe she like took it down and everything's been taken down about it. But yeah, it's it's clear disconnect of like a lot of um, it's kind of like the 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 what's the word echo chamber. That's the one. Yeah, it's the echo chamber of like modern day politics and modern day like public points of view. Yeah, of like everybody believes that they are somehow oppressed in some way. Yeah, like not. that's how it comes across, yeah. not just from her from what uh, one yeah. particular person has said but like that seems to be like a sphere of a lot of people of like oh you're not allowing me to express myself in the proper way because yeah. of my political freedom of speech yeah and oh. it's, it's like it's not that you're expressing it's not that the issue I have is not that you're expressing yourself it's what you're expressing about because yeah. you are misinformed with what you are doing you're just missing the point entirely you are yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not saying that you can't post political things on your Twitter page you can it's your Twitter page but, but think about what you're posting don't just don't post Again, that on your Twitter like, page because that's you're, not poli political that's you're employed by Disney and yeah. Lucasfilms you're in one of the biggest franchises although, on the planet although having said that I, the reason I saved this article to last because this is about James Gunn oh yeah who we know has had a bit of a history with what he's tweeted yeah um, and I wanted to ask you the question mm. retrospectively of what some of the things that Gina Cairo said yeah do you think James Gunn should have been rehired yes because that was years ago. That's like, okay, should Robert Downey Jr. have been hired for Iron Man with his previous going to jails and drug stuff and all that? Should Tim Allen have been hired by Disney to play Buzz Lightyear and Santa Claus and all that sort of stuff with his drug stuff in the past? Drug stuff is different to me. And here's why. Because like, addi well, addiction is a real thing and it's a real disease. Yeah, yeah. It's not something that is... It's interesting because you're taught as a kid that 
this is getting me an interesting conversation but like you're taught as a kid that drugs are bad yeah, yeah and yeah. people who do drugs are bad people that's not that's actually the, yeah, that's the, not the exactly. case like you don't know the exact backstory and where. Yeah, addiction to anything is like a major disease and a yeah. major problem for the people that have it, and it's a big struggle. Yes, those people made bad decisions, but they're not necessarily doing it. But I, I feel I that... feel like James Gunn being... like. Do I believe that James Gunn is sorry for what he said? Yes. Yes. Do so, I believe he's a changed person? Yes. Yes. Do I think he should have been fired? Yes. No. Because what he said was... It wasn't like he was it saying, was... these are my personal struggles, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't necessarily anything that was that, but it was. It was borderline offensive to a lot of people. Well, no, yeah, because when he made those tweets, it was. When you're joking about like paedophilia or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it it was back then. It was he was tweeting about stuff that was he was trying to be edgy. It was back in that time when he thought, "Ha, this would be funny." If because I'm oh look how yeah. edgy I am making these silly jokes and whatever he wasn't actually thinking about like his future or whatever but I don't agree with the fact that you have these big corporations that are like sifting through your previous life like you are clearly a changed man everyone around you knows you for who you are yeah. and if you're just going to be going back and just finding stuff that yeah you were wrong about you know you were wrong about and then just saying yeah we're going to fire you because of what you previous previously were. We're not going to hire you and keep you on for who you are now. I just think that's wrong. Yeah, no, it's interesting because, like, I guess... It's interesting because my opinion has changed on this. Because when they rehired James Gunn, I was like, yeah, give him a second chance. Like, he's apologised. Take his his apologies. Because I think a lot of people don't take what people say as literal anymore. And, there's like, people don't see the honesty in things anymore. Somebody makes an apology and the first thing anybody says is... I don't think yeah. something you're just no, but you, you even had like um dave batista and everyone like dave batista mostly he was like i this is complete bullshit like how are you just sifting through his like he's clearly not that guy anymore you need to yeah 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 it's... i suppose it's i suppose it's kind of we should be you should be more mindful of what you are posting yeah but i think it's yeah the lesson it's like comes from it even he, if you he, think he's he satire and yeah, you're but trying like to I said, agile. like if, if, if it was around that time ages ago, it's like you can't fire someone for what they said ten years ago. You can't. Yeah, here's where my opinion has changed on this. Yeah. I think they should do in retrospect because they fired her. Because in... I because I think to do one thing to someone and not do it to no, the other person this, that's different though because that was back then and this is now. She clearly has this mindset right now. So you need to take action now. Like, if you're going to take action for someone's actions back then, sorry, it's too late. If you're going to do... Why hire them in the first place then? If you're going to do all this, like, sifting through what they tweeted and stuff, do it back when you've hired him in the first place. Not now. I don't think it was necessarily Disney sifting through it. It was Disney came to the attention of his post because people were sifting through his stuff. Yeah, but then it's that whole cancel culture thing. It's like you're cancelling someone for so- something that they've done and they've obviously uh, gotten like, over. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I do I believe that what James Gunn said is necessarily on the level of what Gina has said? No. Yeah. Like, it was obvious that he was trying to be edgy or whatever. Yeah. But if you are sticking to the principle of you disagree with what somebody says, whether it's despite the time period, they, they said it. I think the time period is important. I think it is. Because... Okay, that it, yeah, I think it is to do with like, can people change? Yes, they have changed 
Yeah. So you need to, you need to take that into account. They're not that person. So why would you fire someone for something that they effectively aren't anymore? That's yeah. That's true. <laughs> the thing is, is that I don't necessarily completely disagree you, with them rehiring James Gunn. I guess you, what I'm trying to say is you need to have a firm word. Definitely. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Yeah. If you're going to set a precedent for something, yeah. follow through with it. If you flip-flop between the two and you draw, and you, you say like, right, okay, this is what we are, a vision as a company, this is what yeah. we accept, this is what we don't accept, and then you draw a neat line around everything that um, is an exception yeah, to think... the rule on both sides of that line, by the way, yeah. because it goes the other way as much as it does about firing someone, yeah. as about defending them, then it comes into question that someone else can turn around and go, what are exactly your morals? Yeah. Because I think it's, necessarily at the end of the day, like, even if someone does not mean something they have posted, yeah. even if they are a changed person, which, as I said, I believe James Gunn is, he still said those things and there was still some meaning yeah, behind so you them. Yeah, need, so you need to have a firm word with yeah. him and be like, do you believe these things anymore? And if he says no and he's proven it, like with his how he's treated people on set of the stuff he says now to than what he did back then... And if it's completely different, then yeah, be like, all right, okay, then as long as you don't do that again, it's fine. Just to slap on the wrist. Like, we've noticed these things. We've proven that you have changed. Okay, fine. Thank you. Yeah. But with Gina now, it's like, again, she wasn't fired. She just wasn't rehired. Yeah. She she was like, all right, you're probably at the end of your contract. We're not going to rehire you because of what you've said right now. You need to have a word with her and be like, right, okay, what? Do, do you genuinely believe this? Yeah. And if she is still that same person and not been educated and like, again, I'm not saying that, oh, if you think this way, you are wrong and blah, blah, blah. It's just think about the context and think about what you're writing. The context is very important, yeah. yes. But it's I feel like, like it's, I again, still think it's, it's, it's a within, corporation drawing lines around things. I think the line is a little bit more straight it's, than it's what you e- think. Yeah, it's easier when you think it's in the past though. Because it's easier to yeah. say that somebody's... Absolutely, I agree with that. And, like, do I believe that people should be given second chances, especially yeah, if yeah. they prove honestly and openly that they weren't what they were? Yeah, they should do. And the Gina thing is is slightly different because she is she is quite very clearly saying, yeah. I believe that I am a Jew in the Holocaust yeah. for being a Republican. I think... Which yeah. is, you're fully aware of what you're saying. Yeah. You're missing the point of the whole conversation Again, it's, like, it's within within the contract if like it's in the contract that's like yeah you need to be careful what you post on social media and she's breaking those rules then yeah fine tear them tear the contract but up it's, and... it's not to say that you don't give james gunn a second chance it's it... just to say what does it say about a company's image that they are willing to defend one person but not necessarily maybe give the same consideration to somebody else i think they are because Okay, if they're just going to be like, I think no, I think it's I think what they did with James Gunn is, if anything, puts them in a better light mm. than if they just kept him sacked. Yeah, because they're like, oh, okay, so Disney or Marvel, they do give second chances. So I think it's not that oh, it's unfair to Gina and and, and they're like you know whatever. Yeah, it's okay if like in the future, Gina learns not to post that sort of stuff on Facebook or whatever or Twitter or social media yeah. they could rehire her in the future yeah because yeah. yeah it's like if they did that then yeah fair enough but if like you know 10 years down the line she wants to come back but she's still posting crap on social media and comparing saying all this stuff and comparing well her, off life to the yeah just not yeah. being like 
not being self-aware or anything like that, yeah. then yeah, they wouldn't sort of rehire her. So I think they are keeping to that line. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, it's, it's... I just... I think my issue comes with it, and it boils down to this. And I'm not trying to... Because I know it kind of semi-sounds like it now. I'm thinking back in my head over what I've just said. But, like, I'm not defending her at all. Like, she no. should have been sacked for what she said. Or let There's, go. Or, or, yeah, because she, she, she was wasn't fired. fired. She, she wasn't. Their public thing was that they, they well, knew she, her contract, but they fired her. Like It would have been a firing if she still had a contract. It would have been. I'm, I, again, I don't even know if she it, had a contract. It just coincided that she had not signed a new contract yet. Um, yeah, she's no longer employed. Yeah. Whatever. But, Say that as what you will. But like allegedly, possibly, maybe she was fired. Well, yeah, I'm not defending her at all, yeah. and I certainly believe that James Gunn is a true, honest. Yeah. Not, you know, he's not okay with what he said back then, and he's yeah. made amends or whatever, and he's a better guy now. Cool, that's great. People deserve second chances. Yeah. But I think if you don't give in to cancel culture one minute, and you give in to it the next in some form or another, yeah. Do independent of what those people have said in the context of what they've said like i think you're walking a very you're very you're walking a very interesting line because cancel culture is something that is so weird like it's so it's just this thing that's I, I think popped, it's this thing that's popped out yeah it's, it's this thing that's popped up out of nowhere and seems to be a trend of like who's the next person that we can find out something about and get them cancelled yeah. from, from what we perceive to be our sphere of what culture yeah. should be and then it's it's okay if you truly believe that like I'm not saying you do uh, if you think that uh, James Gunn should have been sacked because they found stuff about his past and then they like kept him fire because that's a dangerous thing because then who's the next victim of this cancel culture yeah. who's like the next person that they're going to try and find shit about on like whatever but I, I, yeah, it's it's dangerous that way. But like he's he's proven that he's changed. Yeah, no, he has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, I think as, again, as far as we've seen, like I, again, like I, social media post, yeah, cool. Like well, that doesn't really change much in my opinion. Yeah. Like if you make a video of yourself apologizing, that's a little bit better because it's face or as face to face as it can get. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not sure whether he did. I've not seen much on what like, James his, his apology was or whatever. What James Gunn's apology? Yeah. Oh yeah, he like wrote like seventeen fucking tweets in a row about like how he was. He wrote seventeen tweets in a row. Okay. Well, well, it, it was, it was it, video, but it was it yeah. was it was a bunch of tweets of like a statement. Well, I mean, you can't with video. It's different because I I don't really give a shit whether it's tweeted or a yeah, statement yeah, yeah, yeah. because you need your legal team behind you. You don't want to like you know just off the whim, off the top of your head, be like oh, I'm sorry, blah blah blah, because you might say the wrong thing and then you might get done that way. But I think, um, if, but I think if it's an honest apology, it should be. Off it would be. Head. It, it because it, it you shouldn't because if you do you see what I'm saying? Like if you filter yourself for an apology, this that's is not where an apology. The, the, no, are, the, this is where it gets tricky because if <laughs> you you do need legal shit behind you just to be like saying okay, you because it's not like he would be contradicting what he's saying. He wants to because for me. There's been times where the stuff that I want to say, but it's I don't know exactly how to say it. Right. I yeah. get a lot of that. Yeah. So you'll need people around you to be like, okay, this is what you think. This is what you think. We'll put it on a. He doesn't need this, James Gunn. He's smarter than any one of us. Um, but he would need, I'm assuming, people to be like, right, okay, this is what you think. This is the key points that you need to say in order for that point to come across. Yeah. 
But I, I don't so, think... Here's the thing. Like, I don't think that apologies should take filtering, especially from other people. I believe that you should take some time to collect your thoughts. Which he did. Before you do something. Yeah. But you shouldn't have to go through a legal... Like, uh, maybe it's uh, just uh, my maybe, sort maybe of I'm put, maybe, legal, like, maybe I'm putting that wrong in, no, the, I don't in think a way you are, but like, because the whole legal but thing but as soon as you if, might, some, you if might, someone says like I'm going through my legal team it's like what are you trying to hide like why do you have to or flip that the other way you need the legal team to say right okay let's just compare it to um, compare it to like being in, in interrogated by the police or whatever yeah you know you're innocent Yes. You absolutely know you're innocent. You still need your lawyer. Yes. hundred percent. Because. Because that's how the system works. That's how the system works. Yeah. Because the police would be like interrogating you, interrogating you, trying to get you to say something. And then once you're like without your lawyer and you say that one thing, which in your head means, oh yeah, I'm saying this thing. It seems true because I truly believe it. And I, it proves that I wasn't innocent but the police will twist your words mm. to like fit their agenda of oh shit we need to make this guy confess or whatever so yeah it's, but if you're you'll, you'll, if you'll you're, need that if you're innocent to the cause then they'll still twist your words no they will yeah but like what do you have to fear if you if you believe you're innocent no, but, you know you're innocent and there's yeah, no evidence exactly no, this, this is actually one, you exactly. shouldn't have to have a lawyer there or not you know that no, eventually the truth will come out. But it, some points are so corrupt that they just don't. You need to be careful with what you say. As much as like you be truly believe you're innocent and stuff like that, and it is innocent, people will just think like, oh, you're, you're lying, or would go, well, you said this, and it, it could be, um, it could be uh, twisted and turned to make like out of context. It could be taken this way. It could be taken. That's true. Both but, like, ways. It, I, so. I mean, if I was pulled over by the police and like. I knew that I was innocent for something that maybe yeah. I was, they thought I was involved in or anything. Then I would be like, I'm innocent. This is my side of the story. Yeah. But if you need to do what you need to do, and if that means you have to take me to the side, to the station or whatever to do that, yeah. then you do your job. Because I want to make sure then that you, you're doing the thing. Yeah. Again, you need, because. You, I'm not oh. saying that you wouldn't then refer to a lawyer, but like. Yeah. All right, let's take this away from legal <laughs> stuff. And let's get back to an apology. Yeah, yeah. If you apologize to somebody. Yes, think about it. Don't just rant off the top of your head yeah. full of emotion because that never works. Like if you're too high on emotion, yeah. then... It but I, yeah, this is but what you I... shouldn't have to filter yourself through legal just to apologise. It should just be from the heart. It's not something yeah. that involves legal, even if you... I don't care. Like this is me contrary to... I know, understand oh, no, no, the system works no, this way. But if even if you are a famous director who has directed movies, who has, earns millions every single time he steps on set, your apology does not have to go through legal. If you go through I'm... legal, then to me, and this is again, hate me if you want audience, personally, that dampens your apology. Mm. Because the fact that then you've again... not come straight to the point and said, this is from the heart, I've had a little time to sit down and think about this by myself, yeah. this is what I meant by those statements, this is what those statements meant, I understand that it may offend these people, I am sorry, if there is something I can do to learn from that, then please tell me. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I, I, yeah, I might have been like... What's a lawyer going to help you with that? I might be completely wrong with the whole James Gunn getting a lawyer or whatever. Or getting someone like a PR team behind yeah. him to tell him the right things. He might have done that. Like, yeah. Which I, I, you know... I, he probably everyone, did. Everyone fucking believes that James Gunn is a different person right now. Like, he had so many... Like, his I don't brother, know him personally, but hey. Yeah, well, people that are close to him yeah. did come out. Like, 
Dave Batista, Sean Gunn, his brother, pretty much everyone else on set, say like expressing how disappointed they were with Disney and Marvel's sacking him and stuff like that. So, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I just. I think there's no doubt. I think to wrap up this conversation, Gina Caro should have been fired. Yes. Yeah. James Gunn deserves a second chance and is a different man now yes I believe so and I'm glad that he got his second chance and he's still where he is I feel like with the James Gunn thing it's it's not that he should have been fired he should have been like a stern talking to and been like that whole conversation I'm sure it was Ra- yeah. rather than well it, it wasn't because he got fired <laughs> yeah but uh, maybe that's where my issue is with yeah. it because he got fired to begin with and you if you're going to go back on that decision then it decredits anything you do in the future whether it's right to or not. But yeah, okay. <laughs> That's maybe just, the point I'm, I'm trying no, to get to. I'm trying to, yeah, I get that. I get that, but they haven't gotten around to the point of yeah, cuz again, it's 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 the context thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Do I think Gina Caro is going to be rehired? No. Like cuz yeah, what yeah. she said is like pretty much 10 times worse than what James Gunn said. Yeah. But if you back out of a decision that you've made, yeah. whether that decision was wrong or not, and then you do something else that is along those lines. It's all lines. about learning, isn't it? I suppose it is. It's all about learning. I suppose it is, but it's there's also a question of like credibility of like yeah. you are a massive corporation that pretty much gets away with tons of shit every single year. Yeah. Like if you're protecting, if you look at one situation one way and you deal with it one way, you 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 made a hasty decision to fire someone. Okay, yes. Which is bad. Which is bad, and then you went back on that decision. Yeah for whatever reason for what anybody ever says the reason was yeah. whether it was just because you were like it wasn't we didn't really actually mean to fire you James we yeah, were just yeah. trying to make an example Sorry. but actually we realised we can't make money without yeah. you so they've learnt that way yeah so now they're looking at this new situation of being like right you're saying these things there's no evidence to say that you are a changed person or you don't really think that way yeah maybe so that's what it is so yeah we, we will see in months or years or however long it takes to see what maybe, maybe it's just me yeah. being a I think it's me we're thinking a, in the moment it's a, me being a bit of a dick because I, yeah. I do not like flip flop from authority figures and we I never we have we and, we, yeah and no, like, I get that I get and that. like Disney being Disney co- corporate, <laughs> Disney being Disney and being <laughs> I mean set up by fucking Mickey a Nazi let's be fair what Disney was a Nazi he yeah, hated yeah, the was. Jews yeah, 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 <laughs> he well he was. wasn't a full Nazi but it's been so long since he was definitely an anti-Semite that's for sure yeah yeah but like but again if but... you like if you have a certain like if you take a certain stance on something and you're what's the best way to put this without sounding like a dickhead I don't know I guess I just there's a certain continuity through the whole thing of yeah. like I guess there's a part of my brain that thinks James Gunn is a male mm. he is white Maybe. within a predominantly white male industry which means he is the privileged there were people who took a lot of offence to what he said yeah. as much offence as the, the Jewish people would take to what Kara said I think even John Favreau is Jewish G- Gina said the Jewish. other day so. yes John Favreau is Jewish so he might have had like a big play in this because he was the showrunner and wrote in everything so. there, we, there we go yeah. so that, there's there's a connection there like if you if you're saying stuff about like I don't care if you even leave it in a satire yeah. like Oh yeah, no, I get, I get that. Like, yeah, if you like, if you've offended people, did he's he's had the time to rectify and think and change, yeah. whereas Gina hasn't so far. 
Yeah, and I don't think she will because I think this is more buried in her yeah. beliefs politically. Yeah. And those seem to be a lot more deep rooted than James yeah, yeah. Gunn having a bad time in his life, which we all go through. But yeah. It's, it's just one of those things of like, you defended a white male for doing what he did, and that's uh, on on a on a broader aspect. Yeah, this does look a bit weird. It there's there but is a question. I, mark I, I think if it. you do look into it, which we yeah, have yeah, done, yeah. we've talked about it, it looks fine. Yeah, no, and absolutely, and I'm I'm not saying of by the fact of like James Gunn should have been kept fired, and Gina should be given a second chance because I believe, as I just said, what she said is in some ways it is abhorrent as it, Disney said it is abhorrent like she is extremely misinformed about lots yeah. of things and if she if she if she's very quickly to throw out something like that about the holocaust then she clearly is uneducated and does not care about that yeah. which is just a shame really mm. on so many levels like it's it's bad but I mean there's a certain I guess there's a certain point of view from this yeah. of which someone could turn around and say why did you not do the same to him yeah and then that person just needs to be like, hey, look at the big... And if, if Disney cannot come out with a good answer as to why that is... Well, it's just people need to do their research. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but it's like, I don't know. I, I think I might have just argued a point for half an hour that I don't really believe. But I there we go. I don't know. What was this point? I don't know. And of course, the Transformers I just, politics. I just found it interesting of like... Because, like, again, I, I'm not... But, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But, like, I don't really fully know... Like, because, like, we're... Like, you're happy to sit here and say, James Gunn's a nice guy and all this. I don't really know anything about him. Well, I don't either. And maybe but... there's a bit of a cynical version of myself. Well, I, it's like, yeah, it's... are you really not the same cynic comedian you've always been? Because hmm. yeah. I, like, I, I take, an, to, I take to... an issue with what he's... Cyn- not to... because I'm part yeah. of any of the communities he offended, but, like, I'm like, dude... You tell them to show. Even if you've learnt from it, like. I think I think it definitely shows in the films. I don't know. I've lost the point. I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about. It shows in the points in in the films that he's made, and plus the people that have come out to defend him. It it, in masses. Yes. So I yeah it's. I mean. We're 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 basically having to trust other people's opinions. Yes, absolutely. Which is not. But then again, it's like why? Why do it's we? It's not how you should make an informed decision about Wait, something. It's trusting again, other it's... people's opinions, but yeah. you should gain evidence for yourself. But yeah, but that, it's like we're never gonna know James Gunn. No, absolutely. We're never gonna know Hayden Christensen. And we're never gonna know. The we're full, never gonna know. We're never gonna know the full thing as well. We're never gonna know the full thing behind Gina Carafe. But whatever. You know, yeah. you're, ne- you're never gonna, you're never gonna know what he was thinking in those moments. You know, it's yeah. it's a difficult thing. But it, yeah, I just I don't know why I made that point, but it was interesting to me as to why you flip flop on one and you mm. you take it. It's all about time. You take a hard. Yeah, it's it's like you take a hard stance on one thing, mm. and then on do the same for another. And yes, there's different context involved. I'm fully aware of that. But it seems a bit kind of like there's going to be a calling for like why did you come back on one and not necessarily the other even though the context it, it, is slightly worse in this case but it, I think the main context is time yeah maybe maybe, mm. maybe. We'll, we'll, like I said we'll see in months or years to see if anything yeah. changes around like the whole mandatory aspect maybe, maybe it's worth ending on this statement like is it worth despite her political views and obviously what she thinks she's misinformed with like, 
would it be worth sitting down with her and like having that same conversation that you've obviously had with I think they might have tried another director maybe they, they did. But maybe they're having it right now we don't maybe know. they're having it right now who knows right. but like I've just read through her tweets and it doesn't appear they are so no. there appears to be a lot of hate being thrown but anyway anyway should we talk about Transformers let's no. just talk about something that's actually one more thing about you've got stuff. one more thing I've got one more thing that was a fucking long with two hours and nearly stuff right do you like uh, Warner Brothers games the Arkham games Shadow we, of War are we talking like uh, just like WB Montreal here or are we... uh, Montreal Warner Brothers games that stuff do you like their games yes do you like Shadow of War or Shadow of Mordor never played it okay I have to admit well basically it's bad because the, the they're good games but yeah, I've never played them the thing that I want to talk about is that they've patented the Nemesis system or the you know about the Nemesis system? No. It's 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 a feature in the Shadow of War games where um, if you interact with a captain and whatever and you kill them, they could come back in the future and they'd recognise you, come back with different scars and like have revenge and plots and vendettas and stuff like that. It's really good story aspects of in-game characters. For how does this all? How does this all captain come back to life? Is my how does question. it all? Yeah, well, uh, game plot. Game plot, and that's the whole nemesis system. It's like you know, you uh, fight this one thing, you get killed. They go up in the ranks, and when you go back to kill them and get your revenge, they recognise you, and they could go up the ranks to become a war chief. It's th that's a really fucking cool game mechanic, mm. and Warner Brothers has patented it and trademarked it mm. because fuck you other developers in the gaming industry. I find this completely ridiculous and stupid because the whole point in games is that they improve with other game mechanics and it's like kind of hypocritical that Shadow of War and Warner Brothers have uh, patented this game mechanic and yet this game would not exist if it didn't have the same game mechanics as Assassin's Creed and the Arkham games. So you're taking game mechanics of other games to create your really good game, which is fine. Yeah. That's the whole point. Like um, you, you wouldn't have Spider-Man without the Arkham games. You yeah, wouldn't have exactly. Assassin's Creed with or Shadow of War without this game. There's so many different game mechanics that you can be like, oh yeah, this was taken from this game, but it's done it in this own way. You wouldn't way have anything and... without Pong. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I find it just a bit weird that you know. There, there was a reason when this game first came out, Shadow of Mordor, and this whole nemesis system was about, I was like, oh god, I can't wait until there's a, a GTA game with the nemesis system involved with like crime bosses and stuff like that, because that would be really awesome. Can't do that now, because it's trademarked, and you have to pay a certain amount of money to Warner Brothers in order to use that feature, which is complete bullshit. I can't, I'm trying to think of any more like famous examples that I would necessarily have mm. of um, do of like game studios patenting game play mechanics. There was um, <clears throat> okay, so there was this, oh, I can't remember the uh, people who did it, but there was a one game that came out that had mini games during loading sequences. They patented that. So then, 
no other game allowed was allowed to during their loading sequences have a little mini game that you could play so we just like sort of had an entire generation of consoles mm. where we just had to sit and look at a screen with tips and mm. hints and shit at the bottom of the screen you have to just keep on pressing X to the different hint and whatever because you weren't allowed to do a little mini game which mm. would have been quite fun we just had to watch a boring loading screen of doing nothing mm. so yeah I find it a bit annoying because yeah just the amount of new fresh ideas and games that you could have had with the nemesis system involved in and I mm. find that annoying um, and yeah when that whole pattern thing about the mini games happened completely irrelevant now because I think that pattern's over and done with like the, the however many nobody years nobody uses that... mini games in games anymore though no one uses mini games in games the way anymore they used to be. but also Loading screens and loading times isn't a thing anymore. Games oh, refresh. Destiny Two. <laughs> well, I mean that's an example, but like, but like with the PlayStation Five and the yeah. Xbox and what, how quick their loading screens are, completely mm. irrelevant. You don't need that anymore. So, but yeah, I just and with like, you know, the first game ever that did first-person shooters, they could have easily patterned it. Mm. and been like yeah first person shooters is our thing no one else is allowed to have it so therefore Call of Duty wouldn't have been a thing Destiny wouldn't have been a thing because it was a first person shooter yeah GTA or Star Wars Battlefront wouldn't have been able to implement the first person aspect of it so it's like why why would you patterning game mechanics I think is just a stupid thing to do mm. and completely unfair because there's so many different ideas and I don't know, they, they could have taken the Nemesis system and improved it in some way. Mm. So, yeah, I just find that a bit odd and dumb. Well, you just have to hope that someone is either willing to pay Warner Brothers for this yeah. so that you can get that GTA game with a Nemesis system. Yeah. <laughs> like, is Rockstar prepared to yeah. pay that much? Or, um, I just hope WB make a decent game in the next few years. Yeah. Well, it's... Yeah. Shadow of War 3! <laughs> Well, that, that, I think that... I mean, we're getting a Gollum game. Yay. Uh, yeah, no, I just... My precious. Yeah, I think the patent is going to last until, like, 2035 or something mm. like that. So it's like, oh... God damn it. God damn it. I liked that game. I've still got it. I'll continue playing it because it's great. Mm. But I'm just like, imagine this game mechanic in other things. Like, Arkham could have easily patented the combat system. But they didn't, because, I don't know. You're just restricting a lot of good games that could come out and game developers. Cause, and then that could also make or break when it, where a game gets developed or not. Because you could have like a small indie game that wants to use the Nemesis system, but they have to fork out thousands and thousands of thousand dollars instantly of whether they can see if they can do that or not. So that could instantly shut down that game of ever happening because they can't afford it. Yeah, I just mm. find it odd and dumb. Yeah. There we are. Yeah. Sorry, I was a bit of a rant about that. <laughs> Shall we talk about Transformers? We can do. Can do. This is your first time watching this movie. Yeah. What were your impressions? We're nearly at two hours. And we're two hours of news. I yeah. didn't know that we were going to watch I didn't know either. Rants, yeah. Yeah, so 1986, this came out. This was... How long after was this from, like, the actual animated show? 
Oh god! Like it was in the midst of it. In the midst, yeah. Yeah. This this was like, this was like, Hasbro's big like. I think it was Hasbro at the time that still had the Transformers trademark and all the licensing, and obviously slightly uh, Marvel as well from the comics. But yeah. It was their big attempt to reboot the G one universe. Yeah. Because the G one the G one cartoon had been on for I don't know how many seasons three or four I think. Yeah. Uh, three, four, five. Um, and it had been obviously a massive success, but they wanted to give it a fresh start. So they wanted to go basically out with the old, in with the new. Yeah. Let's reboot this for a new era. That's that's the, basically what this movie is. That's exactly what I was thinking <laughs> during it. I was thinking this definitely does feel like the torch being handed over it's a transition from G1 to G2 or whatever it was the new yeah. one was called. Because well, yeah, it was still G. It was still Generation One Transformers. Um, but like the new. But it was like it was the handover of like this is a new phase of the story now. Yeah. This is like the old chapter is done. Definitely felt like that when I was watching this. It was good. It was ridiculous, but it was good. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, it was really good. It felt like so. Not only did it feel is like is it a, the most eighty movie eighties oh movie God. you've ever seen? The eighties in this, <laughs> it just felt like I was watching an entire music video. <laughs> Because the amount of 80s songs, it was just glorious. It's like, no, they wouldn't make a film like this. <laughs> Never. No. No, this is good. Uh, what did you like about it? Let me tell you what. Uh, tell me what a synopsis is of this film. What is the brief summary of how you describe so this film? So it picks up with the Autobots and Decepticons on a stalemate to fight for Cybertron. Yeah. Decepticons have Cybertron. The Autobots are setting up for this big invasion that's going to win the war. Yeah. And they're going to retake the planet and everybody's going to be happy. And Megatron hatches a plan to derail that and successfully derails it. Yes. And in doing so, the Autobots lose a lot of people. Yeah. They lose a lot of people. They're put on the back foot. Their new upstarts have to rise up through the ranks to take on the fight against Megatron. Yeah. Uh, or basically, okay, let me start again. <laughs> let me start again. Let me yeah. make it simple. This is like the final wars of G1. Like This is the final stand between Optimus and Megatron, Decepticons and Autobots yeah. of the old generation. Yeah. Big battle happens. The Autobots are hoping to retake the planet. It never comes to fruition. Autobot City on Earth is destroyed, which was a staple from the, the show for a while. Yeah. Both sides inevitably lose. Yes. Um, and the two new sides of the Decepticons and the Autobots rise up while also having to deal with this cosmic threat of Unicron, who is a new character who's brand new for this movie. Was he invented for this? Yes, he was. This wow. is his first ever appearance in That's continuity. That's sick. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and he's not... He's just literally this cosmic horror in this because it's just like... He And no side. They, he's just like, I want to, I want planets to I eat. I eat things. I like eating. I eat planets. and. This is... Uh, this is uh, Galactus, but he, Transformers. He is, he's the destroyer of worlds. That's effectively what yeah. he is. So this new cosmic threat comes along, and the new Autobots and Decepticons find themselves trying to kind of continue the fight they've always had. But with this planet. But trying to also save Cybertron from getting munched on. Yeah. By a big, pointy, horned guy. Um, so that's a good sign. And Unicron's like yeah. full like story wasn't flushed out at this point because he was like brand new in this movie. He was yeah. a new invention. He's just he was flushed out in the comics after this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for this, he was just like, oh, this this thing shows up from deep space that is gonna eat everything. Nom nom nom. And that's basically the synopsis. And it's also that's kind good. of like a coming of age story for the young Autobots yeah. in this a yeah, little yeah. bit. Transition um, for the Decepticons as well. Like both both teams. Have big shakeups. Yes. Very big shakeups. Very big shakeups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked how this film like was 
without spoiling anything, it was a bit like, yeah, we're not afraid to do what we want. This is going to happen. Deal with it. Fuck it. Yeah, this is happening. You're going to cry. Especially if you're a kid. Oh, would you show a kid this? How old were you when you watched this? First, oh. Did you cry when you watched this? Yeah, the first time I did. I cried yeah, when yeah. Optimus died. That was tragic. Spoilers. He Spoilers dies. alert. He, he dies, dies within the first 10 minutes of the film. Yeah. So it's not a spoiler. Yeah, no. Um, but like, yeah, I, I did probably the first time I watched it. I was probably a young guy, 10 on 11, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember because obviously I wasn't around when this thing first came out. So you just watched it and you are like, so oh. I, just, I picked it up because I was like, I had my Transformers phase and I was watching the modern day cartoons and then I went back and I was like, oh, I watched some G1 and then the movie and ah! <laughs> that was a dead! <laughs> but I remember when I first watched this film, it really impacted me. Yeah. I was like, damn, this is like... Yeah, this is like... It's pretty full on, this Yeah, movie exactly. So that's what I'm thinking. Would you show a kid this? Because a lot of fan favourites just get Not, not a young kid, it. I would Yeah, a lot of fan favourites should cop it. They, in the they, they one scene yeah. pretty much you mentioned to me when that was happening I was like oh yeah by the way that was Ironhide and Ratchet and I was like fuck excuse me <laughs> it's like what the entire cast of the original cartoon just got killed off in one scene yeah it's like yeah yeah. There's... only a few of them survive and, and the ones who do are barely in this movie in fact most of the Bumblebee originals bit. aren't in this movie yeah Bumblebee is just a barely in this is a side character, character in this Jazz yeah. is side character side character yeah so is Cliff Jumper yeah all the others whereas like obviously Hot the new Rod. Autobots, Hot Rod, yeah. and Springer, and Ultra Magnus and stuff are all yeah forefront. And stuff. I think they, it's not like I didn't have the reaction of oh god, I don't like this. Bring back the old old ones. I prefer the old ones. No, they they fitted in really well. Yeah. The old ones uh, for both Decepticon and uh, Autobots. You were like they were very well welcomed in. They felt like they already had a foot in the Autobot uh, hierarchy. Mm. Then if they just oh I don't know they just showed up and now they're new. Yeah, I really liked that how they're implemented in this. Mm. They're already within the squad. What is this? Some kind of transformer squad? Don't say it. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I really liked that. What is this? Some kind of suicide? Oh wait, they're all dead. <laughs> Literally a suicide squad. Um, what else did you like? What else do I like about this film? I love the soundtrack. It's one Soundtrack of my favorite is, things. It is good. I love the new characters. I love the uplifting feel good feel. I love the corniness of this movie. There's so much corny in this. Oh, movie. it's. Oh, the corn is right on, on the this. Cob, oh, I need a cob and a dog. Corn dog. Fixing up brand new. 70 day warranty. <laughs> should, we talk about, should we talk about the cast that is in this? Because I had no idea half of these people were in it. It's a pretty so good you cast. Had, yeah, so you had Eric Idle, Monty Python fame, uh, as. What's his name? You know this. Don't put me on the spot. Oh, you like know this. this. You, you're Don't the Transformers the fan here. But he plays a really funny commercial ad. <laughs> so, yeah, Eric Idle plays Retgar. That's who he Retgar. plays. Retgar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is one of the junk... Who is the leader of the junk bots who are introduced in this movie. <laughs> junk bots. Who are just great. <laughs> they, are, they are very good. I really like They're them. They're just great. Um, then you have... Come on down and test drive today. <laughs> we talk TV. How do you learn how to speak about that? Oh, because we had TV. We talk yeah. TV. Yeah. Um, Eric Idle did play indeed. Yeah. What's there's so many there's so many great people in there. Yeah. So you had Lennon Nimoy playing Galvatron. Galvatron. Very good voice. There's a times where I didn't really recognise his voice when he was playing Galvatron, but then there was times where I was like, Oh yeah, that is definitely Leonard. Interesting good old fact Leonard that Nimoy. he he also voiced Sentinel Prime. Sentinel Prime, yeah. In he was very the turncoat good in that. 
Autobot in Transformers 3. Yeah. I really like He's really him. good in the role. I really like that. movie's crap. But, yeah. Um, it's not crap. It's, it's not be, good. It's, it's, be, it's the second best Transformers film. The, of the live action ones. It's better than Revenge of the Fallen. It's better than Age of Extinction. It's better than that I know. I, yeah, most people have that. Most people really hate Revenge of the Fallen. And to be honest with you... I haven't seen it in I a while. I don't hate it. I haven't seen it in a while. I don't hate so it, to be to, honest. Uh, I, I kind of put the, the second and third one on the same level, if I'm honest. Yeah. Because I think the, 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 the third one does well at some things, the second one doesn't do well. But then it drops the ball on... like It's basically just one big action sequence like there's no oh the last hour is there's like, no pause in it whatsoever oh yeah no Michael Bay is it's finest. just meaningless bloodshed for yeah Bay reasons yeah so um, yeah Leonard Nemo was really good then you really had uh, Austin Wells plays Unicron yes he's really good really really good yeah movies. I really like his Unicron. voice was changed for the, when Unicron returns in the later series oh is it but he voices it in this how does he come back because spoilers <clears throat> he gets blown up I think his, I think his head. head gets, I think he gets being, built a new body or something. Or, oh no! He no. He, he like mind controls somebody. I'm pretty sure. Like he takes over Galvatron's body at one point and like. Oh, of course he does. Because Galvatron goes up to his head, which I don't know what you do, but his consciousness is still living. Yeah. Because Galvatron, <clears throat> he has like a connection with Unicron in this. Mm. I, I don't know exactly how, how did that work again because like, yeah so he, basically Megatron's Meg- about to die Megatron is about to die from his from the wounds from the opening battle yeah uh, and the Decepticons that do survive decide to basically follow as Decepticons always do they're always trying to grab for power so now Megatron's pretty much on death's door they just chuck him out the air hatch yeah into space and just let him drift and that's when he's found by Unicorn yeah and Unicorn is like hey you're useful I could use you as a minion so he reformats them all and then, like, that's how Galvatron is born yeah implements like a chip and something so he's always and then because he's he's connected with him he can just talk to him I guess because yeah. he's reformatted him to and be a slave him. basically and, and torture him yeah. yeah really like that power dynamic um, Robert Stack as Ultra Magnus yes very good which is good I'm trying to think if there's anybody that's I love that how also again this might be uh, this might be a bit unfair to judge between because obviously it's Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime and such but this Optimus it was an Optimus Prime if that makes sense in what sense because he actually felt like a leader well it's it's good old Peter Cullen voicing Optimus yeah even the even the way I acted because we've obviously been watching the War for Cybertron series on Netflix yes. and you were even like thinking there you're like Optimus you're not acting like Optimus you're like yeah you got, it doesn't really matter about the voice but like the, your manner of you're going about things you're <clears> not a leader maybe that's unfair to say no I think it's completely it's, fair like I think there's there's some versions of Optimus that have been done where he's not a, an out and out leader that are really good like animated Optimus is nothing like the Optimus you know Yeah. but it's done well because it's set in the press premise of that is who he is he's not the leader of the Autobots that's not acting like a leader he is yeah. the leader of a junk team he's not even the leader of the Autobots yeah. he's an academy dropout because that's what I really Whereas, liked about the game as well yeah yeah I really his loved rise that. through the ranks yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Whereas as this is classic G1 Optimus because this is... He's wise, original, he knows what he's doing yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it's the original, you know, he's the fearless leader and... Yeah. But yeah, the, the one in the animated uh, on Netflix, it's a kind of like... It's you're such supposed a dirge. To, like, you're supposed so, to be the leader, but... He's not you have no, Yeah, all, you, no. you have no idea how to lead. You're, you're making the wrong decisions. Also, he's, just, he's angry at everything. He just yeah. shouts at things. And yeah, it's also 
I don't know if it's because they maybe that's an Optimus Prime earlier on before he becomes like the full on Optimus that we know. The, maybe I think but, the problem I have with it is that they already kind of frame him as the leader of the Autobots at that point. Yeah, They're like this is the leader, so you're yeah. like, oh, this is Optimus. He's been leading for oh, he's yeah a kid who how have they survived this long like yeah exactly you know yeah. like in other versions like i said like in animated like it works because he's not the leader of the autobots yeah he slowly he gets there uh, yeah the series, i think but with the game also that's how i know him of like the, the academy dropout one it's that he like the, the leadership is sort of like thrusted on him and he's like oh okay okay so i have to take control here like it's my responsibility like i'm gonna mm-hmm. grab everything by the scruff of the neck and i'm gonna drag us out here he's like He's, he's not like conflicted or oh, I don't know if I should be doing this or not he's like nope this is it this is how it's going to be doing like if I have to do it I will do it Megatron must be stopping yeah your man of the car yes you got touch you, you got burn <laughs> god that was a good song yeah yeah but yeah but yeah like yeah, Optimus is obviously great until he dies um, <laughs> no but yeah it, like his presence was felt as well yeah um, very emotional scene at the end when he passes, uh, given the matrix of leadership to Ultra Magnus, mm. didn't they? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Might as well just go straight into spoilers. Fuck it. It was a good film. It's hard not to spoil this. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. I think like a lot of movies, it's not like there's a lot of build up to the spoilerific moments. Yeah. Of, like story, but it's like they go for shock and awe straight away. And it's yeah, like pretty much. Like, this isn't your granddad's Transformers G one. This is full on. It's only an hour and a half. This movie it moves at a pretty quick pace, so it's yes, a lot does happen because it's a cartoon. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Uh, but obviously, you're introduced to a bunch of new characters. What do you think of the new characters? Hot They're Rod. Good. I really liked Hot Rod. Hot Rod's yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, I don't. A lot I of people hated him. Really? When this movie came out, because they were yeah, like, I... you're such an idiot. Why did you jump in front? Like Prime is dead because like everybody blamed him for Prime's death. Basically, how, how did that happen again? So he. What does he do? I can't remember. He jumps in the way. Like Optimus is about to sh- basically end Megatron, and then he's like, and Megatron's like crawling forward towards a blaster, yeah. and then he sees it and he's like, "Oh, I gotta save Prime because he doesn't know that's there." I'm gonna jump in front of them. Megatron holds him hostage, which means he can't get shot, and then he just uh, shoots. I mean, a lengthy explanation of that, but that's how I mean, it kind of works. You would though, wouldn't you? You would, yeah. I mean, it's in his again, name. He's it, a hot it, shot. Like, it's in his name. Yeah. Like, it's in his character. That's always in his, in his name. Story. And also thinking about it, if he didn't do that, Megatron is climbing towards this bloody gun, which he's going to quickly whip out and shoot Optimus, so he's going to die either way. Yeah. Because Optimus wouldn't know that or that gun's Optimus there. would have seen him pull it out and just shot him anyway. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. who cares? Stories. Sem- semantics. <laughs> Stories. How, who's got the quicker reflexes? But yeah, no, I, I, I quite liked him. Yeah. I don't think I'm a bit weird on maybe it just explains more I, I would let's talk about the three things that not necessarily I didn't like but I found a bit hard is is this isn't really accessible to those that haven't watched G1 Transformers no, it's not, no. no. yeah I would agree so it, I think it launches you in pretty quick and it doesn't I just, really give you any time to settle yeah like I didn't know who the fucking kid was the, the kid and the dad and I'm like oh these humans apparently in robot suits sweet alright then but I think yeah I think I just I just took it the way it was I was like yeah I'm just having a good time I'm not going to think about right, it that's that much that's the way you have to do it yeah. unless you want to sit down and watch all five seasons of Generation 1 yeah <laughs> but yeah, I, think... I mean Spike who was introduced who was the father of Daniel who was the main human yeah who was with Hot Rod most of the movie yeah yeah um, Spike is the original human from the G1 series 
yeah. sort of sleep. He's grown up over the seasons. He's obviously now had a kid with his wife, yeah. who is Daniel. And then the both of them are like Spike Working and Dan, like yeah, yeah. Uh, Spike Whitwicky. Ah. In case you were wondering why Sam is called Sam Whitwicky in the Transformers movies. So is that a relation? Uh, no, because it's a completely different continuity. Uh, okay. like, so they just sat, they were like, let's make okay, let's bring let's those Whitwicky back. Because but, but that's the it, name. We're not, not going to do Spike. a completely different story. Okay. I guess uh, I uh, another point that I'm a bit uh, on is I just don't give a shit about human characters. They're not really a factor in this nah. movie. They're kind of just there. Just there's like, there's a lot okay. more focused episodes with. Them. It felt like they were a bit but, more of a liability than not. It's like we've already yes. seen that Optimus can cop it. And all the like, Ironhide and all the G ones are copping it. So you're like, kind of like, there's stakes instantly within this film. Oh yes. That you're like, okay, so if any wrong movements well, I mean, happen, the first thing you see happen is Unicorn munches a planet. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's just like... so huge things are at stake. The last thing you need is a kid that doesn't know how to use a robot suit to transform and completely trips all over himself. <clears> and you're just like, dude, pull your fucking stuff together. You're gonna kill someone at this point. Like, you know, I wouldn't have been surprised if Hot Rod just cops it because that kid tripped over something. So, yeah, I felt like they were a bit, I don't know, not needless, because obviously they probably explained a lot more better in the show. But, yeah, I felt like they were a bit... Yeah. They, they don't really yeah. do anything in this movie. Yeah, exactly. And there's not a purpose for they, them. They were just, like, sort of there because they had to be. Whereas, like, I think... <clears throat> As the series goes on throughout history, the Transformers series go on, the human cat characters start to become a lot more forefront of the story. Yeah. And start to focus. They, there's a, a like a, a very specific focus on, like, Transformers Prime does this pretty well as well, and animated. Focuses on the human characters' stories as well as the robots. Whereas G1 was very much like, the series did that, but it did it in, like, episodes. So every episode would be, like, a different character. Yeah. Would be a different character's story. So it wasn't always about... The humans weren't always directly involved with what was going on. Yeah. And it's very much the same in this movie. So, yeah. Uh, what was the other thing? Like, it's not necessarily a problem, because, again, it was... Uh, I just took it the way it was. Because yeah. uh, it was the 80s, man. But the when you're saying about, like, earlier about the soundtrack and stuff, there was times where I was thinking some, like, really emotional thing or pretty intense thing was happening, but some really fucking rocking 80s song was in the it's background. It's pretty driving it rhythm, kind of, yeah. It kind of, like derailed or detached from the scene it was a part of I was thinking yeah. some heavy stuff's happening here but this music is trying to act as though it's an awesome moment and I'm sort of like it's conflicting feelings and thoughts about it but ultimately it didn't matter too much but there was moments where I was thinking yeah I don't know what I'm meant to feel at no, this I, moment no I agree like I, I think <laughs> also I think that the I think it's just because this is an old movie from the 80s but yeah. the, the sound audio mixing this is slightly off. interesting at points yeah. it's difficult to hear some of the dialogue because it, it gets in so quickly over the top yeah. of the music you have to really like and again like the, focus the, on the moment where something I don't know emotional or pretty like intense like again with the whole stakes thing anyone could die at this moment but a really awesome upbeat music is happening so you're kind of like okay so they're gonna make it out of this I guess yeah but this is supposed to be intense I don't yeah I think those are the yeah, main... Yeah, I think the whole sequence with, like, uh, Cup and Hot Rod when they go to the planet with all the Sharktacons and the Quintessons. Yeah. And they get thrown in the thing and then they drive around it. And at never point do you feel they're in danger because the music's... Yeah, popping. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure enough, everybody's fine in the end. Yeah. But it, it feels very, like... Um... And with, like, the squid attack as well. It's yeah. a bit like, okay, they're going to get... This is going to be fine. Like, there's yeah, upbeat music playing. Exactly. It's like... 
Whereas it's like, I'd like to see like a, I think there is a rescored version of this film. Yeah. Which would be interesting to find out okay. whether that was the rescored version or maybe we should watch the rescored because I yeah. don't know what that involves. Okay. Might have to look it's got the same it. 80s tunes in it, but I don't know whether they do improved music. Or like if it's in different parts of the film so that these I do like the, um, the Unicron soundtrack though. The dun yeah, it's very good. It's pretty good. Yeah, very good. Um, what else about this film? Oh, we get introduced back into the, the weird multiple-shaped, uh, faced thing. The Quintessons. Yeah, yeah, that. Very weird. I think that was it was their first appearance in this movie as well. As well, yeah. yeah. God, a lot of people would have been like, what the fuck is happening? A bloody giant planet? Innocent. And then we got Innocent. That's what's happening. <laughs> There's a lot goes on in this movie. Yeah. No, again, it's, yeah. it's that un unapologetic thing about this yeah your favourites are this dead this is happening yeah there's a giant planet who's a transformer yeah it's happening yeah your favourite characters are dead yeah that's happening also this many faced person is happening yeah it's happening just deal with it and th- I think the thing about this movie is it's good it can be taken on its own as just a thrill ride and yeah. you can just let the ridiculous of us go but like people like the Quintessons and stuff they come back around in the next series as, yeah. re- as rec- you know returning characters because their stories aren't over mm. you know so I think that's really interesting of like so then you get to know... Sorry? Oh. It's alright, we're very tired. <laughs> and then you get to know them more. Yeah. And they, you de- delve a little deeper into like what are their motivations other than proclaiming people are innocent and then dumping them in a vat of shots. Yeah, I didn't anyway. understand that. He's like, innocent? Okay, he's... Fa- oh, no, he's dead. <laughs> oh. Innocent? <laughs> what do you get when you're guilty? <laughs> Jesus. I know. I want to find out. <laughs> I want to find out. Um, so, uh, I'm trying to think. I really liked the Dinobots. Really Me Grimlock. Me Grimlock. And you know, it's really basic shit, but I I really like just how they're dinosaurs, so of course they'd be dumb. <laughs> yeah. Of course they'd be dumb because they're dinosaurs. Why not? Yeah. It's a bit tiring, the uh, the dinosaur dumb trip, but it's so funny throughout G1 when the dinobots get introduced. Yeah. And how just simple minded they are in a way. And like they just very basically act on instinct. Yeah, yeah. It's Me really Grimlock good. need new plan. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what was the uh, the universal welcome word? Bar wheat uh, gran ar wheat ninny bar. Yes, it's just, <laughs> that's just perfect. Bar wheat gran ar wheat ninny bar. What? <laughs> what? It's the universal greet. Bar wheat gran ar wheat ninny bar. Do you think if we just go to a different country and we say that, do people greet us back? That's got to be cool. I'd be slightly weirded out if someone did reply, because I'd be like, what did I just say to them? <laughs> you go to a, like, a distant tribe that has like, never seen human contact, yeah. and you just go, bar not greet, bar not <laughs> and they're like, ah, yes, hello, sir. <laughs> bar weep, grana, weep, ninny, bar. Yeah. Be like Jack Sparrow in, <laughs> and just become like their king. Or <laughs> Yeah, you would, or C-3PO with the Ewoks. You just... Uh, you're a god to them. You're a god. Yeah. Who will be sacrificed, but you're a god. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's good. Yeah, and so... Just a lot happens in this film. There's a lot Galv- of Galvatron's good. Hot Rod turns into Rodimus Prime. Yeah, so they hinted that about Ultra Magnus potentially being the next Prime. Because it's interesting because when they when they when everybody drops the Matrix yeah. and Hot Rod catches it, it like bursts with light. And yeah. it's like a little hint of like maybe the Matrix doesn't choose you maybe it chooses Hot Rod instead yeah you see something in him that you you know um, and yeah and that's basically like Hot Rod's the kind of central character of like his arc of like him becoming a leader throughout this yeah stepping up and like taking on the gauntlet 
and then he becomes Rodimus Prime at the end and he just grows a little bit yeah um, he's a and little he gets size. a different alt mode yeah that's awesome yeah no I, I really liked um, how Ultim Ultimus Prime thing before he passes and where he says like, oh yeah the Matrix will help you when you're in your darkest hour and then Ultra Magnus is like yeah use it and then you just get shot because it doesn't work I'm like okay that's damn quite... it open yeah <laughs> I quite like that bit so yeah so the, the Matrix does choose you because yeah I, I, like, I won't do I what like you tell me stuff in the like trans and like it was part of the reason I hate all the fucking stuff in Michael Bay thing is just misusing all this shit but like yeah it's part of the, like transfer of his mythos it's nice to have like a bit of mythos in there to be like I, I really the like... Matrix chooses at a moment like it, yeah. it's somewhat sentient and like yeah yeah depending on what like continuity you believe it's like it's I think the spark of primus the, the, like... the problem with the um the Michael Bay films is that it just feels like ah oh shit so they got the all spot the matrix of leadership the bloody the seeds the there's uh, a new MacGuffin there's, a, there's, a, there's a MacGuffin and it's like alright so the all spot oh, is the greatest thing in the universe and this is how everything's happened and then the second one they're like oh shit well we've already said that fuck it let's just say it again the matrix of leadership is the greatest thing on the planet it's amazing it's like, fuck right so let's just go to the seeds oh they're the greatest thing they can bring back Cybertron they're the greatest thing and it's like, right, okay, there's how many more greatest things on the entire universe is there? It just, it becomes like a, like, not a trope anymore that you just believe in. Like, if you're going to say something is the best thing ever, then don't make everything else the best thing ever. Because, like, the Matrix of Leadership in the mm. Michael Bay films, they could just do anything. Whereas the Matrix of Leadership in this film is just like, yeah, it's a... It's, it's, a, it's, it's, the, it's like a badge it's a con conduit of like sp different sparks basically is yeah. what it is. but it doesn't actually do much like it just yeah. symbolises like leadership and knowledge and that's about whereas it. in the Michael Bay films it, 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 it acts as the all spark and a key the only thing and... that can bring a transformer back to life is the matrix of leadership despite the fact you brought back Megatron with an all spark shard in the same movie yeah that's weird and dumb and also it's a key to Harvesting Energon and yeah, that film's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, but no, it, yeah, it, it felt like there was. We were talking about Mark, um, Zack Snyder earlier with the fact that this. Tell you what, no, no, this definitely ties into what we were speaking about earlier when we were talking about it's a film has a lot crammed in it, mm. but because of the context and who this is. Um, made for this is this isn't made for the general audience this film this is made for the fans that have watched the show before oh and absolutely yeah yeah it, it's catered to them it's like yeah if you don't know this then tough yeah. when this movie came out like this Transformers was one of the biggest TV shows on TV yeah worldwide. Like, exactly it was one of the biggest kids shows so like when this originally came out going into this people knew what Transformers yeah. were and there were those that followed the series and that it's they very specific quite... in niche as well like yeah. with the spot into the spider verse it's animated and yeah you know this one character but it builds on that and so yeah it's got a lot of these MacGuffins as michael bay would see them as but no they they, they are still um essential to what they were previously like they haven't got new powers that they just all of a sudden yeah they're, they're built to how they were designed yeah and it's the anyway. classic thing of like it's, it's that classic thing of like when you build upon things but you don't consider what's come before yeah and it just creates loopholes it, it keeps the source material right and everything you do but yeah 
and that's one of the big things about the Michael Bay movies. It's just like, uh, oh, this new... Te- oh, oh, it was always the plan to rendezvous on Earth with Sentinel, even though you didn't mention that in the first movie. And you were and then also it. in, like, what was it, The Last Night, they keep on saying stuff like, oh, yeah, but, like, Bumblebee's been here since the World War Two, even though in the first one... He, you see him land, you see yeah. Him la- I don't get this film. Right, yeah. right. We need to do those Where is he point. coming from if he's been... <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, it's... it's and a- the Earth is Unicron, apparently. Yeah. It's dumb. Okay. That's a that's just that's a classic example of what we were talking about earlier with taking things from other continuities that and yeah. just go, doing it because it's cool and people would have seen it recently. Yeah. That's a, that's a Transformers cool, Prime thing that Unicron is actually Earth, and it's done a lot better in Transformers Prime. Yeah, it's got really cool. And then you get a scene where Optimus has to basically fight a load of avatars of Unicron, smaller versions of him. Nice. And then the avatars get bigger, and then a mountain awakens and gets bigger. It's like the stages of like him yeah. being able to create different forms of himself until he actually is able to yeah. crack the earth like an egg and awaken fully. It's like the um, aspects of Lolth in D&D. Wow, that was... Yeah. That's, actually, a, that's a connection and a half you just made boom. there. That was like, Good segues. To that was a bit of a left with, turn, but I, yeah. um, fair enough. Yeah. It's a bit like Ego, the living planet. Yes. He just creates aspects of himself and then dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there we go wow <laughs> no so this film's good if it's good it's wanna... good it's good joyride this movie it's a good joyride feel good well I say feel good everyone dies in it if you um, enjoy the trans- if you enjoy the Transformers yeah. at all like you'll, you'll enjoy this movie it's got a bit of like heartbeat to it yeah and then it's got if you just, just want to ride after if, that yeah if you just want to sit down and watch like a have a fun time Again, fun. I don't really want to say describe this film as having a fun time because everyone dies in it. It's a fun movie. It's though. a fun movie. It's a rid- not ridiculous. I, I guess I, I'm saying ridiculous in a good way. It it's, was really well done. And it's a shame yeah. that actually the series of Transformers lost a lot of ratings after this movie. Did they? Yeah, because the following season was not what people like wanted. Didn't it? Yeah, and it and it led to like they they brought back Prime eventually because they were Aww. like they were like. Oh, really not the same without Optimus is it now we've got to probably bring him back because and that's then led into G2 or whatever but oh, that um, sucks yeah I don't know what it was I, I think they felt that I think they planned and expected that the show would just be as successful as it always had been yeah with the new character where it was like no you're using no. the old formula for new no use a new formula with new characters yeah 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 I get so that. They, they didn't really continue on from what they'd done in the movie which was a bit of a shame yeah um, I, I have to admit I've not watched much m- much much you don't watch much I've not watched much uh, <laughs> I've not wa- watched much of the season that came after this so no. I've seen snippets of it um, so I don't exactly know. They keep the same animation style, don't they? Yeah, yeah, it's the same, yeah. same animation style. Because I really like the it's animation style. It's still G1. Style. It's yeah. just the new G1. New G1 Plus. G1.0. G1, G1 360. G1.5. G1 Series X. One. Oh, dear. Anyway. Yeah, good stuff. It's a good, it's a good fun movie. Yeah, I really I'm like glad it. glad we sat down and watched it again. Yeah. It's a good trip to my childhood and back. <laughs> and we're going to ruin that trip to your childhood when we watch the Michael Bay films. Oh, do we have to? I think it'll be fun. I mean, the first I'm happy to watch right. the first one. The first one's a good film. Let's but... watch the others. Even though I have not actually seen The Last Night. I just know what happens in it. It's ridiculous and it's dumb and it's stupid and I hate you it. Do but... not, you don't watch The Last One. Don't. You just experience it. Is it, is it like Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> you just watch it. And... I, I'd go as far to say it's even worse than Rise of Skywalker. Oh. 
And that's a bold statement, I know. I've just we, yeah, we, we, I think we need to break that trend. Yeah. We need to watch a worse film than Rise of Skywalker on this podcast. Let's that... complain about that instead yeah. of Rise of Skywalker. Because I feel We've like... dragged right, Rise yeah. of Skywalker. Sorry, sorry Rise of Skywalker, oh. but we need to we need to take you down a peg. We've beaten that dead fish to death. Yeah. We shouldn't, really. The saying? Beat, the, I don't know. Beat a dead horse? That's the one. Dead fish. <laughs> <laughs> that's how tired I am. Yeah. We've been, oh. oh, Jesus, two and a half hours. Right, should we that's wrap up? It's been a good podcast. Yeah, bro. should we wrap up? That, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the title that's Transformers plus a lot of politics shit that we don't know what we're talking about because <laughs> that was like that I apologise plus Will plays devil advocate for the half of the episode I don't know no it's fine I, I could kind of understand what we were trying to talk about but we're too tired to I, I think that's part anything. of it the delusion has kicked in yeah I, I we I, know what we're trying to say I know like, what we're trying to say I'm just I'm, I'm saying all the right things but not necessarily in the right order <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you need a bloody lawyer mate <laughs> don't start <laughs> right so thank you very much for listening um what do we say at the end of each podcast I don't fucking know rate us rate us give rate us, us five stars. stars even if you hated it give us five stars of hate why not F- yeah five stars of hate just to say that we have no cityofgeekandpod at gmail.com oh nice one cool yeah uh, rate us five stars even though <laughs> rate us five stars of like yeah you have no fucking clue what you're talking about five stars five stars worth of we, yeah, five stars worth of we don't know what we're talking about that's gonna that's gonna bring a few yeah so I'm gonna call this Transformers plus we don't know what we're talking about so don't get mad yeah bar weep grand bar, bar, bar weep mini, mini bar, bar. <laughs> yes good stuff yeah so if you yeah if you uh, email us if you wanna get in touch with us talk about stuff tell us what we got wrong Tell us Do if you, you like the, the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch the G2? Did you watch G1 after Prime's death? What did you think about that? Yeah, if you're an old school um, Transformers fan, get in contact. Yes. Um, what do you want us to watch next? I think next time we're doing... It's the 50th, so we're going to be doing about trailers and stuff. Best and worst trailers, aren't we? So, and then we got to work out when... Uh, we could do that Thursday, maybe. i got a day off Thursday. We could do stuff Thursday. Another pod on Thursday. Do you want to do stuff on Thursday? Yes, we can do that Thursday. Okay. Because it'll be quick to research, like, good traders and bad traders and stuff. i got a lot in mind anyway. So, yeah, look forward to that. Um, and then after that, we're going to be doing, I think, Justice League. Like, WandaVision, Justice League, Justice League, Zack Snyder. Well, then we're going to do, like, King Kong, say, Godzilla, King Kong again. I think there's a lot of superhero stuff on the horizon because a few things are coming out, isn't it? So it's yeah. going to be... Like, you're finishing watching WandaVision now. We're going to watch through it together again. Your yeah. second oh, time, yeah, my yeah. first Well, time. actually, technically third because I watched a few of them with Mum the other night. <laughs> it's so good, man. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll watch through that. Yeah. And then... Uh, I've got a list Justice of... Justice League and then... Falcon the Winter Shoulder will be out, won't it? That that'll, that'll be out, but I think it'll be like a few weeks until that's all finished. Then we'll we'll talk about that when that's finished. Uh, later on. And then I think yeah, so we'll do like One Division, then we'll do uh, Justice League stuff, then we'll do like maybe King Kong and Godzilla and all that stuff, building up to Kong versus Kong. Kong versus Kong. Yeah, he's gonna fight himself in <laughs> yeah. the mirror. He's gonna go up to the mirror and be like, um, yeah, King Kong versus Godzilla. Mm. Yeah, we'll do all that sort of stuff because we'll I, 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 I watched a, like a deleted scene from like King Kong 2005, Peter Jackson's, the other like early on today, and I was like, oh, God, I want to watch this film again. It's really we'll, good. We'll do that then. We'll watch like yeah. we'll watch King Kong, then we'll watch the Godzilla, Godzilla 2014, then Kong Skull Island, then King Monsters, King Monsters, and then the new one will be out, so we can watch potentially watch that. Ah, maybe, loving then, it. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, but, yeah. So that's good. That's our plan. 
thank you very much for listening. Like I said, do rate us. Share with your friends and family if you think that they will love the nonsense that we talked about this t- today. So much nonsense. So much nonsense, but a lot of good stuff, hopefully. Hopefully you really enjoyed. Um, yeah, I think for we were talking about earlier also, the 50th, we're going to be like, maybe do stuff. Mm. Like Facebook-wise, maybe. We need to get on that. We need to get on it, It's yeah. been too fucking long. It's been too long. Yeah. Mainly because we've got other things going on in um, life. But yeah. Yeah, that's we'll, fine. We'll, we'll get it sorted. Yeah. Okay, so thank you very much, guys. And we will see you next time when we talk about movies and trailers and shit. Bye. Bye. Bye.